0: so hello welcome to another episode of andrew's amazing podcast i'm your host james santana as always i'm joined by my illustrious sidekick hunter van lair guys it's the holidays and this is our postponed episode that was supposed to come out last week um, but John has you, you know, have a human job and go to work.
1: Um, yeah, it's the post Hanukkah special, everybody. Woo.
2: And I have some fun Hanukkah stories about my trip as well. Oh so. yeah,
1: dude. You told me one oh, off. Even better. You told me one off mic before it was quite, quite fun. So I'm yeah. excited for that one to be told again. And also what you got cooking. normally? Uh... So, so nope. well, dead yeah, yeah. air dead air
2: i thought hunter was addressing me i do apologize i do apologize <laughs> i was about to do my long-winded fucking introduction i was about to say something and then, John, or then james was saying something all
3: right go ahead
0: james. yeah uh, <laughs> yeah so john's is a Hanukkah special and john's on it because we can't two gentiles can't talk about hanukkah on a podcast
2: <laughs> you needed to have a member of the tribe uh, present and accounted for for the Hanukkah special, ladies yes. and gentlemen, boys and girls, goys and chosen of all ages. My name is John <laughs> from the MCU Beyond Infinity Podcast, a show where fellow like-minded Marvelites have assembled to discuss, review, theorize, and wax intellectual over any and all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And despite the name John Sanzone, I am actually Jewish. Uh, my mother is a first-generation Eastern European uh, German Jewish immigrant who came here before the Second World War, during the rise of fascism, and my father is a first-generation actual fucking immigrant from Sicily who left... you know,
0: Mussolini?
2: yeah, yeah, he left to to <laughs> to, like to not guys. deal with fascism as well. So um, <laughs> a good reason to leave. Yeah. What yeah. Are, yeah.
0: What a way you your family yeah, yeah, yeah. was formed. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. A bond made in uh you know holy matrimony. Um and like many uh many other Long Island Italian Jewish kids, I have developed the worst of both stereotypes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I bring it to the table each and every moment of my waking life.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> Excellent.
0: That's awesome. So John's on, talked about, talked with us about other stuff, but let's jump into, first we are brought to you by Andrews Comics comic-style disabled in New York, let's jump into some news. It's a short week, guys, so we got some quick news. Um, first up was the leak, not leak, the official uh, scrap concept art for the He-Man, He-Man first off that we never got from, from Freddie Williams the third. Um, it just second, shows Leo, or second, yeah. yeah I forget,
1: like but he's, he's a second or a third, I know tiny is a, a fourth.
0: Four. <laughs> um. Or which is cool is it shows uh, Leo with the um, I would say Master Sword, but that's not that's Legend of Zelda. It's Holy the crap. sword of
2: power,
3: the
2: power sword. Uh, the. Yeah, the, the power he of Grayskull Man? comes from that sword. Yeah, that's yeah, all I know it's about.
1: Sword of Power. It's not the Sword of Omens. That's that's uh, ThunderCats. Like that.
2: There's some He-Man fan out there screaming our names right now. I'm a He-Man <laughs> fan and I
1: definitely yeah. forgot what it's called. I think it's called the Sword of Masters or something like that. Master sword. No, the Master Sword is Legend of Zelda. Oh my god. I just said that. <laughs> oh my god.
3: He-Man sword. What's it called? Where's <laughs> He-Man with
1: Hyrule? Is that it's where called, called that? Sword of Power.
3: It's
0: called the Sword of Power. <laughs> We're like just getting it all wrong. Some dude yelling at us right now. He listens to it. Everybody guys, just, guys,
1: says, it just says it's just a sword of power, power sword, master of universe sword. Some guy really
2: just cool. ripped his gray skull like that toy that ah! everyone had when they were like two years old. He just snaps <laughs> it across his. The knee. wiki yeah.
1: says power sword. Okay,
2: we have to trust also in the power to of the Wikipedia. sword
1: of gray skull, which we could have said and would have just cleared us of all of our. Shame, the sword and no, crazy skull.
0: Then. <laughs> double down on our stupidity. How
1: do you guys Man.
2: feel? How do you guys feel about Ninja Turtle crossovers?
0: I I love it love because them. I get them all. They're very cool. What came out this week? What yeah, what came yeah, out this uh, week? The Power Ranger one. Uh, by the Power Ranger one.
1: Yeah. So besides Power Rangers crossovers, TMT's T's crossed over with Batman, Ghostbusters technically with the transformers but that was more of like a idw event so it doesn't necessarily yeah, count they should, but oh, there's
0: two they, they, uh, they did uh, x files also yeah
1: and then um what's the other one never yeah. forget
2: the savage dragon mirage publishing crossover yeah, they did Savage.
0: Well, no. because it wasn't a crossover was um part of the continuity at the time they were owned oh, my image it's yeah, still technically were. a crossover
2: yeah they were uh they crossover with sonic the hedgehog
0: <laughs> yeah
2: with their uh, the uh, with of those archie people. comics yeah, yeah, I'm looking at that. I love. Oh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Usagi Yohimbo. Yeah, I was about to say Usagi. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, they do, they, that's they. That's some great Usagi stuff. A lot, actually. Yeah, that's some great stuff. I mean, the art fares so well. Oh, that's
1: because Sakai is still doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes. Uh, a yeah, new one coming out. Yeah, I was gonna say they
1: announced another one, right? It's like a yeah, sequel March. to like the one from like the '80s or some shit. Yeah, they're like, guess what? It's here for real. Let's go. Did um. He's back.
2: Did the Ninja Turtles ever cross up with uh, Dave Sims, like Cerebus, or anything along those lines back um, in the day?
1: I think there's a cover, but I don't know if it's official. Let me look up.
2: TV yeah, TV. only because, like, I feel like everything crossed over with Cerebus back in the day. All like it's just because
1: he was going wild.
2: Yeah, like, I got, the,
1: 2, Garfield, Archie, I got the... 2, Garfield, R.G. I got the...
2: I think I told you guys, like, I've been collecting those uh, Spawn Artisan Edition things where it's, like, the original McFarlane pages and stuff. And I totally forgot, like, that whole run from, like, Spawn number 8 to, like, Spawn number 12 was just, like, Creator City, where it was, like, Alan Moore wrote an issue and Neil Gaiman wrote an issue. And then there's an issue with Dave Sims um, that never got published. That was, like, a Cerebus crossover because there was, like, some sort of rights thing. And it's, like, in the Artisan Edition, but it's not in uh it was never published and it's that's it's, an awesome
1: little piece to have then
2: it's really really up. fun to look at especially like dave sims was he say what you will about him i know he's like really controversial he says some really shitty things you know what i mean i you feel know, like i'm like, always defending like these shitty guys every <laughs> once in a while <laughs> like oh god no yeah um he's like the kanye of comics you know before kanye oh, was god. an actual, god, no. actual <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: not where we want to
2: be at no that's not where we want uh, to be at the other one
1: really. i was thinking of was the flaming carrot crossover oh that's fun yeah yeah that... they were in only in for a bit but
2: yeah I love the turtles so much, and my my love for the turtles has been rekindled lately. Uh, going through, I actually bought them from Android's amazing podcast on Saving New York. Uh, yes, I
1: did.
2: Yeah, I bought the like big yeah. bundle of all the Eastman and Laird issues, and nice. you know, yeah, the turtles
1: just... have been like making a huge comeback. They got crossovers in a bunch of video games. They got a bunch. They got new toy lines. They got the Seth Rogen movie. We just had Rise of the Tmnt, and they just got a movie on Netflix. So like, they're still going crazy strong. When you said seth rogan
0: my brain went with joe rogan i'm like joe rogan's making a tnt movie imagine the,
2: they, the turtles That's like awesome. are mutants they just like ate like his uh like whole semen fucking protein shit that yeah, he's talking yeah. and they just got real yoked and shit yeah, like that
1: fucking rhino horn <laughs> erection pills <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they just got Stranger Things toys too that just came out. Okay, you got uh, Mikey no, with fine. Dustin, Raph with fucking Hopper, Leo with Eleven. Yeah, I don't know why that's a crossover, but that's. Yeah. I saw that when I went to Christmas shopping, and I was like, "This
0: makes no sense." Who yeah.
2: was, who were your favorite? Who was your favorite turtle growing up, uh, James?
0: Growing up was Raph, but then I got older, and then Leo's my favorite. Okay,
2: that's lame. Uh- <laughs> I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> I can't believe literally-
1: Leo's your James, favorite. James is basic. That's why.
0: I- yeah, dude. No, but I was like, I love I is my favorite because so You made the right brother, choice
2: when you said Raphael. That's what I'm saying. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. so Raphael
1: is my favorite, also my favorite too, but Michael Angelo exactly. I vibe with more just because he's well cause, fun. yeah. Yeah, yeah. My brother,
0: that's why was, so because I was a twin, me and my brother we we grew up watching the show together. So we did this every for everything. Like my brother's a Wolverine fan, I'm a Cyclops fan. Um we watched, back like I'm a Superman fan, he's a Batman person. like that's how it kind of was growing mm-hmm. up, yeah. there was two of us. So when we did terminals um, I always went with, uh, I went with Raf and my brother went with Mikey, also because I was, uh, that's his name, it's mm, Mikey, yeah, so yeah. It along the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got older and I'm like, you know what, fuck it, It was actually really fucking cool and it's really because I read the, I, I was reading the IDW stuff and it was like, um... Like
1: Leo, uh you're reading the idw stuff and you're still picking Leonardo dude Raphael's the best character in those comic books well, well
2: there's the uh there's the classic Eastman and Laird issue where like Leo like goes out by himself and he gets all beat up it was actually like adapted in the original live action movie but it was done with Raphael but that actually happens to Leo in like I think it's like issue three or something like that. Um, and that's like one of the best comic books, like ever. Babe,
0: <laughs> it's that one. This they, bunch they've taken that story. They did that in um the three D, the three D self shaded one. Yes, they did the same thing, but they did with Raff, all, Should be
1: with Raphael. Oh it, yeah, the team from uh two thousand eight or nine where yeah, that, North was Raphael. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that movie was slept on so bad. Yeah, yeah, that, that movie, movie is, is dope. awesome.
1: I, I rewatched it. I think last year, the year before, and it's it holds up. It's a little ugly, but it holds up.
2: I think the Bay movies are okay. Like,
1: Oh, I like the Bay movies. I don't me love too. Them, me too. I like them. I think me they're too. just like, for what you're... For, for. You know, it's Michael Bay, so what you get is what you get. But yeah. you're sitting in that theater like, this is fine. They're giant Ninja Turtles punch and stuff. I'm into that. Yeah. And I think the sequel is actually better than the first one.
2: I do too. I do too. I think
1: I Rocksteady and Bebop are handled very well. Casey Jones, even though it's Stephen Amell, is still fun. And I like the Shredder and Kang better because he's not just a giant magnetized blade man he's like actually shredder
2: yeah
3: that's fair i uh
2: i saw that movie with like a little kid that i used to babysit uh my friend's little kid and like Mm -hmm. i was like really really apprehensive about it like oh this movie's gonna suck you know the whole like it ruined my childhood kind of thing
3: yeah
2: and then i went to see it and the little kid was just like lighting up with joy and i was like oh yeah this is called teenage mutant ninja turtles and it's made for babies and <laughs> this is totally fine you know this is totally yeah. fine the i was teenage... actually
1: bummed out when the they said they weren't going to do a continuation for a third movie i was like but you left it over with a cliffhanger yeah what are you yeah, talking yeah. about we were going to get shredder kang and it was going to be awesome oh, Pram- i hate when crying got... fake turtles yeah. fan over here
2: my uh my favorite turtle is Donatello, in case you guys were interested. I was waiting
1: for you to say something. It's fine. I thought you were gonna say Raphael, so that's why I moved past it. I was like, no. oh, you already said Raph. <laughs> Raph is
2: kinda like the one I know who's like the best character, but yeah. uh when I was a kid, I was always like the techie guy who like figured shit out for my friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just kinda like felt for Donnie best. And I was actually introduced to Ninja Turtles through a NES video game cartridge. Oh nice! Yeah, right, yeah. Go, and um, that was like my first exposure before like I knew about the show. For some reason, I had this like random cartridge, and Donnie was like the best because his weapon was the longest. So I always played as him, and he just became my
1: favorite. So <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah that. that's
2: fair. Yeah. Well, this is a bummer that this isn't coming out. Is there like yeah. a reason this isn't coming out?
1: Oh, uh, the, cool. they lost the rights to. Um, yeah, it's a DC. It right was effect. right before. Uh, i mean obviously they did dc turtles with batman but the he-man concept was supposed to be pitched for um a tmnt dark horse crossover mm-hmm. and dark horse still had the rights to them and then when dc acquired them dc decided to do batman instead of um he-man
2: yeah freddie williams ii was doing the art and i i liked seven soldiers and mr miracle oh yeah. Of, yeah. yeah freddie yeah. williams is like
1: i mean there's some things where i'm like but a lot of his stuff is great, especially yeah. when he does Batman. It, big
2: figure stuff, like in the Ed McGinnis vein of <laughs> big, muscly, cartoony guys, he's yeah. kind of awesome at that. And correct me if I'm, no, Ed McGinnis was on Thundercats, right? Uh, James uh, I think that was like so. His big thing. Yeah. Um. So that, big thing was Superman, but yeah. Yeah! 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 <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Uh, I, I
1: know him more for Superman. Yeah. I got a toy on my shelf that's the Ed Guinness Superman. When I was a kid, I'm going to get canceled. I used to call him uh, Chinese Superman. Oh, really? Why is that? why is he eyes. eyes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, I was a child. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah. me be.
2: Ed McGinnis oh, yeah. did draw for Thundercats for a long time, so I am. Yeah,
3: he read
1: he yeah. Did one of the Dark Horse ones or the Image ones. I forget. There was a uh, Thundercats book that I had when I was a kid for a comic that I forget, but I remember it being his art. Or...
2: Yeah, there's a lot of Thundercats comics that I forgot.
1: Uh. Well, it's because they're they're not relevant anymore. Like, it sucks. Thundercats are so cool, and nobody fucking talks about them. Yeah. They're a toy. Did you ever read the
0: image? Yeah, the toy line. Did you ever read the image book for Thundercats? Just the
2: McGinnis stuff. That's what I was talking about, which I... Yeah, I read one one of the
1: volumes. It was either Image or Dark Horse. I I read the first one. Okay. And then... They tried to do that TV show back in 2011-2012, but nobody cared about it. So then they, you know, Thundercats died off for a while. Then we got that cool crossover with He-Man, and then we got Thundercats Roar, and now it's set to die again. So I know
2: that was a wild storm, right, James? Yes,
0: it was wild storm.
2: Interesting. Is that one of the reasons? Wait, it's He-Man who's with DC, right? It's not Thundercats.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they did do a crossover with them,
0: though.
1: There was a yeah. there was a He-Man Thundercats crossover.
0: Yeah, and Freddie Williams of
1: the
0: art on it. Yeah. Um but no, there's a story from Wildstorm and it's post the series and it's alluded to that like, oh it's after the war or whatever, and then like Wiley Cat and Wily Cat are like sex slaves to like Mum Rock.
3: Whoa. Oh great. will
0: bet I was like I well they're adults at this point.
3: Oh okay. okay. okay.
1: Alright, better, better. Not not great, okay.
0: but better. They're
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> so twelve weird. years old, this rich billionaire brings them on an island.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like, here you go, and now I'll make you famous if you come with me. Yeah, yeah. You oh, know? yeah, here it is. Thundercats
1: The Return. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Reclaiming Thundera, which is produced by Titan but was Wildstorm. Dude, in 2003. Wild. Like,
0: TBR put a whole article about it. Like, how and why it's the most controversial one. Like, it's super violent. Like, Wily Cat, like, is in love with Mum-Ra. Because uh, he's, like, being uh, abused by him. Yes. And then, like, he betrays the Thundercats to him. And then, like, later on, he comes back, like, he's like, goes into exile after he beats Skeletor. Um, I keep saying uh, that Skeletor, Mumra, And then all of a sudden, like, he's like, but you don't understand. Like, no, 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 we understand. He's like, you're an animal. <laughs> like, so you do your death. I was like, wow. I need
1: DC, Marvel, Image, somebody to recollect all these. Because there's one, two, know. three, four, five volumes. Yeah, not those. Spanning from 2003 to 2005. They're like the only comics that are collected for he for Thundercats. The Marvel Star ones aren't collected. At least no, not no. properly. So like if no, we, yeah. the only thing the only shot we have in Thundercats comics in a full omnibus is this, I'll take the bullet.
0: Did you take the bullet on the, the Wily Cat uh,
1: Sexploitation? Yeah, man, uh, I'll just work past it. It's fine. Okay, yeah, give me some fake orders. Jim
2: Lee art and some sexploitation <laughs> and some androgynous like cat dude and I am in, yeah.
0: I like I'm in. I'm all for this. Yeah. That's <laughs> where all my becomes. Sorry. Oh, and
1: they even did a crossover with Battle of the Planets and Superman. Ooh. I
0: have, I have the Battle of the Planets one, and I have Superman one.
3: Nice, I
0: have both of those because
1: uh, they're one shots.
3: Yeah, um,
0: the Battle of Planets one. Like I, I collect um all the Battle of Planets. I have the entire series in singles because there's like trades or painting. Yeah, they, they
1: don't collect proper. There's like some, but most of them are crossovers. There's um Witchblade, Thundercats um yep. another thundercats has two different ones uh it's,
3: it's, like, manga.
0: It's, the, it's, it's the 90s way of doing things what they would do is like Thundercats, which witchblade and they'd be like yeah. witchblade thunder cat or or sorry it'd be like gotcha man or sorry G, battle of planets and then like whatever and they would flip the title over and that would be the part two.
1: yeah the gold key series was collected uh by dynamic forces in 03 and it was the first 10 issues of the 79 series and then Top Cow got theirs done. It was well, 1 through 12. That's where the Witchblade stuff versions. came in. Yeah. yeah. And then the Digest versions of those were um, a little bit longer, trade Paperbacks.
2: I should ask you guys, how is the Sylvester drawn Batman stuff going? I haven't picked great. it up. It's great. It's been, it's good. He's still on fire.
1: What yeah, book I mean, is that? The, uh, is it the Dotsky
0: one? Batman, uh, Batman Joker, Daily Duo.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah
2: yeah i yeah, love I love Silvestri's art like oh
1: Silvestri is a, a, a talent to say the least, but I just don't care for Joker, so if his name's on the book, I usually don't read it yeah How do you think, ben? the
2: uh kinda older I get, and the more fondly I guess I look back on things that I was kind of embarrassed about forever liking like early nineties image stuff, mm-hmm. like the more I kind of embrace some of those guys, mostly Eric Larson and Savage dragon and, and Bob like. Kind of. <laughs> but Sylvester and, and Larson are like the guys I go like hard for. Like I go like hard for those guys. You oh, know I'm, what I mean? I'm a
1: McFarlane fan. Me
2: too, man. Me yeah. too. I mean, you guys have seen some of the art I do. It's like, it's all yeah. inking.
1: It's like, yeah, I, it's I'm all like, McFarlane.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like not a good sketcher. Yeah, like I'm not great with pencils, but like, like once i get the rough layout down i'm just like bong like do something dope with the ink you know and that's all mcfarland that's like the school of mcfarland is like take a sharpie out and go to town you know it's I mean? the school
1: of the todd father
2: yeah the todd father is upon us yeah yeah, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> how's batman oh spawn going i haven't picked that up either it's a, it's
1: it's a one, a one shot, shot man I was how'd it to.
2: how'd it go how'd it go that's
1: okay
2: how's capullo uh-huh. it's like talking about all my friends my old friends <laughs>
1: Hey, I like Capullo, but sometimes I mean, he should just stick to covers. Yeah.
2: I love a Capullo. I like, love that we guy.
1: Are, oh, we have Demons or whatever. We are Demons. The one that Scott Snyder did on Comicsology. That yeah. one's great. It's great. It is dope. But, I like, like, I don't know, man.
2: I had some, like, heavy work shit going on for, like, a month, and, mm-hmm. um,. I came into the shop after a while and like James like put aside the issue number one of We Are Demons and he's like, I saved the holofoil, like stupid 90s throwback <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, because like, he,
1: he knew you'd want it. Yeah, he knew I'd want that. <laughs> he's like, here's the stupidest version of the great Capullo <laughs> book. Here's the
2: biggest gimmick of a Capullo book you could possibly buy. Enjoy. Go home and like listen to corn at full blast while you read it. <laughs>
1: oh <laughs> uh, dude corn is do. definitely the spawn soundtrack for
2: sure yeah 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 oh 100 percent, 100 100
0: 100
2: you blast like. yeah. five
1: finger death punch corn and disturb while reading spawn books and you're in the todd father's element
2: <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent. he's he's <laughs> so fun man he's so fun what other uh, news do you have hunter
1: uh so okay. i'll scoop one up real quick uh and then we'll save the last two for later since they're uh, mcu related so uh, Marvel announced that they're getting a plan. They got the uh, rights to the Planet of the Apes books a few months back, and they're finally announcing the um, team to write the new upcoming ongoing. It's going to be David F. Walker on uh, writing, and then Dave Wachter, Wachter, W-A-C-H-T-E-R as the artist, and uh, they're going to be taking over Planet of the Apes for Marvel. Yeah, it's really cool. Man, David F. Walker is a. Um, he's done Luke Cage. He's done some. Uh, He's done some Captain America for right. Marvel. I know that. What else has Walker done? He did. Ah, oh, what's the one I'm thinking of? I gotta Google it now. Have it's you cool guys read cool. any of the? Oh, uh, uh, Bitterroot, Bitterroot, not Marvel, but Bitterroot. That's his big one.
2: Have you guys read any of the Apes comics? Nah. Um,
1: yeah. I read uh the Green Lantern crossover.
2: Same, same. Yeah, and the Star and I Trek didn't, crossover is great.
1: I didn't, I didn't read that one, but it's on my list. And I did read one of the uh, movie uh, adaptations from like the '80s. Okay, I got it for like a dollar, and I was like, sure.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I would be into my that. Problem. I do. You guys um think Planet of the Apes as a franchise belongs in the like greatest of all time? The like go to comp like no you really no. you're laughing at me yeah well no,
1: i like I've, I've so i've seen a total of four planet apes movies so you can take my opinion a grain of salt i've seen and the they're new ones right i've seen the original and then i've seen all three of the new ones
2: okay okay
1: james and i think the originals great you know you're damn dirty apes um Keep going. i did not see the Keep mark going. Wahlberg one because I heard it wasn't great because I heard it wasn't great and I was not on a Mark Wahlberg kick at the time. Now It, if I
3: look, great. Like, it I looks great. I'll probably it,
1: watch it soon. It looks great. Um, I know the spoilers for that one though, like the Abe Lincoln monkey. And then uh, I watched all three of the new ones and the first one with James Franco is not good. It's okay. I didn't what? like that one. I thought it like, was
3: fine. I like I was that like,
1: movie. Like, I get where they're going, but when I was told there's a Planet of the Apes movie, I expected more apes okay so then the sequel comes around and they're like we got andy circus to mocap and i was like oh this is gonna be great and then they start doing all the sign language and they're picking up assault rifles and i'm like let's go and then the third one came out and i was like it's all monkeys like let's go so i like the blast two a lot
2: i james how do you do you, what do you feel about the apes franchise the the at,
3: i
0: love it i love the franchise me too yeah like i love it a lot actually me too um, I watched them with my dad. That's how, like... uh, The original five? Yeah, I watched all of them with my
1: dad. The original five. Jesus Christ.
2: Well, Hunter, like, the cool thing about the original five is, like, you know they're in the future obviously and we find out like that the monkeys blew up the planet earth right (laughs) and then the second one you find out that there's like mutant people living under the earth who are working on a time travel thing to save the. no they're working to blow up the earth with a nuclear bomb and then the smart monkeys have like a time travel thing to save it so the second one ends with armageddon the destruction of. yeah but the monkeys go back in time so it's like oh there's some weird time loop thing going on here, like uh, nonlinear time tra- or linear time travel rather and it's time one hybrid. of
1: those like soft reboots. The Mark Wahlberg one where it's like, this takes place
2: mm-hmm. after the second movie. No, no, no. The oh, okay. third one is the monkeys go back to the 1970s and they're put in a zoo, but they can talk and they don't let anyone know they can talk. But they're and people. The, but at the end of it, they have a child and that child is Caesar. Yes. So, oh, so it's, it's a fucking
1: Ouroboros.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. It's like Terminator. It's like a vicious cycle. Like it's like the birth and destruction of the Earth just going on. This like continuous. Let's well, actually bring
1: up Terminator, by the way. Do you think that is one of the franchises that goes in greatest of all time? Even though only two of them are good.
2: I think because <laughs> the second oh, one man. is so good. The second one is
1: so good, and I could uh, there's an argument to be had. And to be fair, I like the Christian Bale salvation.
2: Oh, that like movie gave two? me the flu.
1: <laughs> really? You didn't like it? I thought no, that, it was okay.
2: That movie made me so depressed;
1: my immune system shut down for like two weeks. <laughs> to be fair, Salvation was the first Terminator movie I watched. So, really, and then I went backwards. So, so it, it's because it's my it was my dad. So my dad is a nerd. So when he found out these movies were getting rebooted and coming back with fresh coats of paint instead of showing me the old movies probably because i was too young to see like the old movies he thought okay i'll bring the kid to see it in the theaters yeah, yeah. so like i saw salvation in theaters when he i must was have been so confused 20. like i was i had no idea what was going on i just saw christian bale who i didn't know was christian bale at the time yeah. and robots and i was like oh that's the because I, I know cultural awareness even as a kid i knew that arnold schwarzenegger was the terminator so but I was you like, didn't know what john oh,
3: connor was you arnold. didn't know who kyle no, reese I mean, yeah. was
1: i just yeah. saw that christian bale was fighting arnold schwarzenegger robots and i was like awesome Mm-hmm. And yeah, then I yeah. went back and watched the original two, and I was like, "Oh, I get it now." And then I watched all the other ones, and I was like, "I see why people don't like these movies."
2: Yeah, when I was um in kindergarten, it, this probably won't surprise you, but I was kind of like a rambunctious, like adventurous little kid. I used to like climb trees and shit and jump that a lot. Got a lot of and, stuff to do back in the day. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I'm really, really tall. Like, you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. um. I gave myself a double hernia in my stomach because oh, I'm oh jumping and by the time oh, I was in kindergarten. God. So I had to have this like surgery. I had to get put Gross. under the knife, knocked out. Yeah. And my dad, not the coolest guy. Again, like I was saying before, like Sicilian immigrant, kind of like a tiger parent where he's like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. become a lawyer, like, you know, make it for yourself. You know what okay. I mean? Um, you know, he used to call, I probably shouldn't say this word. He used to call everything I was into that fag shit. Like that was like uh, what yeah. he referred to as Star yeah. Trek and comic books. Yeah. Yeah. This is what, uh, the early, like late eighties, early nineties was like, uh, <laughs> you know, um, he's like, you can do whatever you want today. The day before, um, I had my surgery and I was like, yeah. I want to go to the movie theater and see an R rated movie. And that's like all I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and I went right to the movie passage. I saw Terminator 2 in a movie theater oh
1: dude that's the best first R rated movie to see
2: yeah I was six <laughs> years old <laughs> oh, It Did was you see that... the original though? I had not oh um, so you're like me
1: going in blind but the
2: second one does kind of like for like a six year old in 1992 Arnold Schwarzenegger the ultimate good guy like that's yeah. the ultimate fucking hero even if I'd never seen an Arnold movie like I was like Arnold exactly. Schwarzenegger that's the yeah. guy um and i remember just being like totally blown away by it and like going back to school and everyone being like how was the surgery and i'd be like i had an r i saw an r8 movie let me tell oh you God. about sarah fucking connor you know oh my God, um there was a, i went to the port chef this is real inside baseball for long island i went to the port chef movie theater which at the time was only two theaters like it were on the downstairs it hadn't expanded but there was a kb toy store next to it oh, um and i remember like leaving and just like being like dad you know Guilt tripping them and being like, I could die tomorrow, you know. Bring me the <laughs> of Toys. and and, oh and getting like all the Terminator toys and shit, and just like being in I the can hospital. I could
1: die tomorrow, dad. You don't know. Buy me toys. You be don't know. Dead dead. It's fine. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> what, what is a measly $40 on toys when your son could be dead? Like, you wanted to pay for college someday, you know. <laughs> now
1: you save the college money. I could be dead. Buy me yeah. toys. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: That's um, <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, I think Planet of the Apes again it has some lackluster installments but even those lackluster installments i think are as good if not better than like a lot of like the lackluster installments of like a star trek Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Or a Terminator, you know? I would definitely say a Terminator. Star yeah.
1: Trek, at least, like, the fans of Star Trek like it. The fans of Terminator don't like the Terminator movies that yeah. What was it,
2: Ter- <laughs> Terminator, Sega Genesis? Remember
1: that uh, one? Terminator 3 and Genesis. I actually thought Genesis was fine, but that's because I'm nostalgic for Arnold. But I think the, uh, the most recent one and 3 are probably considered the worst ones, right?
2: I disagree. I like 3. Really? Rise of
1: the Machines? That's, I, like, the worst one.
2: I remember... Because, again, like, I was such an Arnold and James Cameron guy. I remember, like, I was in high school when that came out. We had our own cars and, like, driving to the theater and, like, seeing Terminator 3. I remember, like, kind of liking that movie. Well, that's
1: still, like, I'll see movies that I know are terrible. And I'm just like, I thought this movie was great. Like, i thought people were complaining. You put Bullet Train as your number one movie of the year. It is so good! Oh, my God. You cannot... You're going to tell me a bullet train wasn't amazing. Yeah. I'm
2: like, I'm like Armageddon time, the decision to leave. I'm like putting together my list. I'm just like smelling my own farts. And I'm just looking at Hunter's list. And it's like bullet train barbarian. I was like, I wish I had the balls
1: that this kid had, man. Oh dude. Avatar is not, it does. Avatar doesn't even grace the top like 30. Avatar
2: <laughs> is like my favorite movie of the year, but I'm not putting it on my top five best of the year. I will say spoiler alert for our, our best of uh podcast mm-hmm. next week. Jackass Forever makes a uh, appearance on my list. Wow, like yeah. my
1: top ten has like movies that make sense, like Glass Onion and yep. uh, Taco Maverick and Everything Everywhere All at Once. But then I got some oddball picks like Weird Al Yankovic, that Hell Dogs <laughs> movie that came out on Netflix that was just so crazy.
2: Puss in Boots, Rise of the Puss in Boots.
1: <laughs> well, Puss in Boots, if, if I want, Puss in Boots is a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. I saw I would, it. It would definitely be in my top 20 if I saw it, but I have not seen it yet. I saw I haven't. I haven't caught it yet either, dude.
0: We're the wonderful tangent of your movie, so let's move on to the next part of the, the
1: episode. Speaking I'm of movies. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Hunter. Hit, uh, what do you got? So, oh, I just closed out my docs, but I remember it. So, the, the, the talent agency... For one Mr. Don Lee, Gilgamesh from the Eternals, has been sharing statements that basically say that he's going to show up in the Eternal sequel, hmm. then confirming that the Eternal sequel is happening and it's in production right now. Not true. So, oh, yeah?
2: Definitely not true. No You way. don't think so? You don't think no, so?
1: <laughs> no way that movie was such a stinker like they have to fix it they have such a huge they, exactly. they paid angelina jolie to be in these movies they have to get their money whatever towards. so they don't have to yeah they don't do a damn they day. all I signed think. contract i think kumail's got like a three picture deal i think
0: yeah but contract's gonna be like as long as he meets requirements whether that being appearing in other movies they don't they can count, they'll count those. kingo so. makes a tiny
1: appearance in the holiday special
3: Exactly.
1: He's not a poster, yeah. no Khan, um, right? I mean, I'm 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 100 certain that they'll be in Eternals too, no doubt. I don't think so.
2: I don't think so. I think no, the I Eternals know. will be acknowledged as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I don't see them making another
1: one. It I think we'll one. get one just for them to be like, look, we'll try our best to fix it, and if this one's terrible, then they'll, they'll never do another Eternals movie. Never do that, they and they'll just be fun. siphoned into the background, like kingo will join the guardians or fucking star fox will go be in the illuminati or some shit like those characters no will just be dispersed
0: i just think they, uh, the problem is like they, they may not even do anything because it's a waste of money yes. at that point why are you yeah. to like continue to filter in money to a franchise you know people don't like you can't fix what you fucked up to begin yeah, with. yeah
2: that movie didn't make a lot of money cost a lot of money and like didn't resonate with a goddamn soul i
1: think if they just <laughs> get a different director i think it'll be better
2: Maybe more oversight. I
1: have like hope for an Eternals sequel just because, like, the cast was great. I like the costumes, the ideas were really good. It's just they wasted two bad guys essentially in one super long movie that could have easily been two shorter movies that would have been better in the long run.
2: And and they made a movie about characters no one cares about.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Like, I mean, the Guardians did that, and that's what their stuff was. Like, the the thing is, Abnett had Guardians. Don't get me wrong, and those were great books, but they were not really into the cultural zeitgeist. Like, nobody fucking talked about the
3: Guardians. I didn't mean. I didn't mean like
2: no one cares about those characters in the comics or the pop culture i mean like those characters were stiff as wood oh, from
1: the movies yeah, yeah yeah okay i thought you meant like from the comics
2: yeah. no just like in general like you got personality from star lord rocket raccoon i mean but, i like... think
1: kingo has kingo and gilgamesh those are the ones that i really fight for those I... two i feel like were fleshed out
2: see mine were barry keegan's character uh Druig. yeah and the... i think it's
1: just barry just chews it up
2: yeah and the um the the deaf girl and then angelina they oh, were like I the think. only ones yeah that it was like, i think, oh, I, I
1: uh, like I think was it was athena i think that's julie's character i wasn't really into her storyline but i like gilgamesh so they were tied together yeah, yeah. um have you seen banshees of Inisherin? i was about to
2: say if you haven't seen the banshees I of Ishirin. Uh,
1: jerwig uh, barry kogan is great in that film and so it, is uh
2: feral did that crack your top 10 no oh wow i think that it, it, might be my favorite of my, movie it's of the year too
1: much of its own thing for it to be like up my alley
2: yeah yeah it, i had it for a niche, niche
1: audience i watched it because i like colin farrell it's for a niche audience
2: that was like the hardest i've laughed in a long time and then like the hardest i've cried in a long time like, really
1: i felt no <laughs> this is not terrible i felt no emotions while watching that movie. i was just dying man James, i was like, like man i was like this guy really doesn't want to be friends with Colin Farrell. Like,
2: wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, the premise of this thing, James, is like these guys are drinking buddies on one of those little tiny Irish islands, like totally secluded oh, from yeah, the rest yeah. of the world. I this, yeah, I've seen this trailer. It looks good. It's, it's on HBO Max. It's that? wonderful. And the guy who wrote and directed it is like a Pulitzer Prize winning playwright who did uh, that movie, Three Billboards Outside of oh, Ebbing yeah, Reserve. Oh my God. Good God that movie's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and and also like In Bruges and Seven Cycle Paths. So, if you like that kind of like dialogue that's like wow that was fucked up but also kind of hilarious like oh yeah it's got a lot of that and then the older one of this duo um not colin farrell just one day decides i don't want to be friends with colin farrell anymore and colin <laughs> farrell's basically <laughs> like why and he's like i just don't it's like, you I, can't
1: not be friends with me there's gotta be a reason he's like literally i just don't want to be friends with and, you anymore. but the
2: whole <laughs> idea is like i'm getting older and i want to be remembered for something other than being like nice and, oh, and yeah, it, like, so
1: he starts being mean and, like, he starts, like, trying to write songs.
2: Yeah, and, like, there's a line that Colin Farrell has in the movie that I, I don't remember it fully, but it's, like, I used to remember thinking that being one of life's good guys was a good thing. Now I can't think of anything sadder in the world. And oh, yeah, like, wow, like that's,
1: like, halfway through the film. when Fucking um,
2: poetry, man. Yeah, it,
1: it's, <laughs> yeah. Colin true. Farrell eats yeah. it, that's He's eating it up. He does phenomenal.
2: Colin Farrell won this year, right? Like, in um, what did he do? He did this. The Batman.
1: He did the Batman after Yang. After was him. Yang,
2: yeah. Like, I think
1: he definitely won this year. This is a Colin Farrell year.
2: This is the, the Farrell Sons, you know what <laughs> I mean? Where people are finally taking him seriously. Maybe my like, loved-
1: Oh, wow. Bullseye from 2003's Daredevil. Yeah. He's been in other movies. <laughs> yeah. People will be like, maybe I'll give that Michael Mann Miami
2: Vice movie another chance that I'll That's be on me. my throne. <laughs> Just like Guys, I have some news really quick, really quick. Oh, yeah. Is
1: it about Miami Vice?
2: No, it's not about Miami Vice. But okay. if you want to talk about Michael Mann's Miami Vice, let me know. Um, <laughs> no, today Vin Diesel posted something on his oh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Fast 10 trailer and title is coming on two weeks. It's like, not
1: called Fast 10?
2: We, we don't know what it's called.
1: I mean it's, called, it's the poster says fast X, so I would be surprised. Dude, what if it's fast triple X and Xander Cage crossover happened?
2: Yeah. Fa- <laughs> fast XXX, the return oh, of Xander man. Cage. Yeah.
1: I will shit everywhere. I think <laughs> if they manage to get two Vin diesels in there because the rock won't come back. Or Ice Cube. Oh, <laughs> Ice Cube should just be in those movies anyway.
2: Um I want it to be called fast tenure seatbelts, but
1: um, nah, they won't do that. That's too like of a joke.
2: The report is much like how we got justice for Han, right? Gal so Gadot Gal is
1: Gadot's supposed to be back in this That
2: world. is correct. Yes, yes. That is correct. Yes, yes. And I like that.
1: I wonder where this takes place in the timeline though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We'll learn like Mr. Nobody set up this and Gal Gadot wasn't dead. You know what so- I mean?
1: I didn't see the new Fast movie where Han came back to life. You
2: should see it. You should see it. Did
1: he come back to yeah. life or did they pull him out of the wreckage and he was fine?
2: No, it was um, Mr. Nobody. He yeah. was working for Mr. Nobody. Uh, no, um, Kurt, Kurt, Russell? Kurt Russell's yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. Um, Han was actually working for Mr. Nobody trying to infiltrate something going on in Tokyo. Oh,
1: where? oh, that was Tokyo Drift?
2: Yeah. And then when he found out that he had previous relations with... Vin Diesel and that stuff was happening with Shaw's brother Um, he was like let's fake your death to give Vin Diesel a reason to want to kill Shaw who just stole that device so he's been like in hiding for however many years. And... Oh, so they faked
1: his Tokyo Drift death. Jason mm-hmm. Statham's like, "Oh, he didn't finish the job. I fucking left him." And the post-credit scene. I mean, they basically... gotta make J- they gotta make Jason Statham a good guy. So,
2: well, here is the thing: the post-credit scene for um, Fast Nine, the Fast Saga, F Nine, the Fast oh, Saga, was. Um you you saw statham like punching like a heavy bag yeah. and then like someone rings his doorbell and he like unzips it and there's like a guy tied up in there and he's like i'll be right back and he closes it and he opens the door and it's han and that's how it ended oh so, and that then
1: that takes place what after hobbs and shaw
2: yeah it takes place oh, okay. after hobbs and shaw okay i
1: don't like how we have to talk about
2: these until vin <laughs> diesel <laughs> decides it doesn't <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, until he's like, actually, this post credit scene is right before Hobbs and Shaw.
2: Yeah. I wonder I, if we'll
1: get Hobbs and Shaw, too.
2: I doubt it. Diesel wants I, him out so bad. You yeah, know but I he mean?
1: knows that The Rock brings money, and if he wants the franchise to survive after his movies are done, that's the way to go.
2: Does The Rock bring money, though?
1: Like, cause, we told
2: Black Adam. Yeah, F- F9 like made I mean, a lot more money than Black Adam, and that was like during a pandemic, true. you know? That's true, I guess. I don't know. I
1: think... Like, I, I was reading up on. Um, so, the, Ryan Johnson said that Dave Batista is the best actor, uh, wrestler turned actor there's ever been. Agree. And I actually, I mean, I, I, there's an argument for Cena, but I think Batista does take the cake. Yeah, just because agree. I think Cena is overused. While Batista picks his roles nowadays, and then even if he's not great, he's still better because he's not in everything.
2: I think Cena is able to bring so much charisma and, like, She was, like, actually funny. And and he is a cartoon person. Like, you know what I mean? And he, like, (laughs) and he knows that. He knows he's, like, a caricature of, like, a big muscly guy whose, like, heart is surrounded by, like, ten layers of creatine. But Mm. Batista, like, is kind of stripped of that kind of carny kayfabe fucking wrestling mm-hmm. ego and he's like yeah i will surrender to a director and do what they're telling yeah you. i mean and look at him blade himself. runner
1: look at this new movie knock at the cabin with look at dune uh, Shyamalan. and dune especially that was a good role for him
2: look at dune you know yeah. he he's really able to just strip himself of all of his ego as he's opposed actually to,
1: like a good actor as opposed to a good Like, he's a good character actor, I should say.
2: He's becoming a character actor. Yeah. Exactly. I think Jesse the Body and Roddy Roddy Piper, like, some of the 80s guys were okay. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, but those guys don't have – I mean, they had careers, but they also had careers like Elvis and David Bowie. Exactly. Where it's like, just because they were famous, they were in stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. Even David Bowie's a good actor, though, dude. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, I've seen some stuff. I mean, obviously Labyrinth, but – Yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
2: there, fast, the Fast X budget, by the way, get ready, guys. $340 million. I was
1: going to say two fifty. Wow. Yeah. They better be shooting everybody into space in this one, not just one. <laughs> like, I can't wait. I can't wait. I wonder if they're going to drift on the moon. Yeah. Or did they do that in the last one?
2: They kind of did that in the last one. Oh, okay. I, I've only
1: seen this thing where they shoot them up into space.
2: Yeah, they sent Ludacris to space. It was amazing. So. <laughs>
1: oh yeah the rock does i guess the rock is losing his actorness because he's just "Ah, this is gonna come off as crazy and if the rock hunts me down and beats me up it is what it is but the rock's a diva agreed he's such like a. if this doesn't happen the way i want it to happen i'm not gonna do it like yeah four
2: actually no five of the rock's highest grossing films are all fast movies
1: well that's because they're fast movies if you don't count the fast movies then it's like Wait, Jumanji. Wait, who's, who's the star of the fast movies? I forgot. Vin Diesel.
2: There you go. There you
1: go. <laughs> I mean, but does The Rock know that?
2: No, that's a problem. That's <laughs> exactly. A
1: problem. Like, and I get me like, wrong. I like The Rock. I'll see any one of his movies he puts out. It's just, I feel like he, like, the, he produces them. So he has to like have his way. And like the when they, when they come out to be like, this is The Rock doing a rock movie. I'm like, he nothing bad happens to the rock.
2: Mhm. Yeah, there's no stakes. Like, there's absolutely no stakes.
1: Like that that new Christmas movie, like I don't even know what the fuck's going on. It's like him and Chris Evans. Oh god, I don't even know what this is. Oh yeah, it's um it's called Red One.
2: Oh, that sounds terrible.
1: Yeah, it's him and Chris Evans and it's their new he keeps calling it a Santa franchise. Oh my god. And it, it's going to be so it's like he's like a trainer that trains the elves to deliver presents like as quickly as ninjas or something i don't know if he's playing santa claus or not though it's it's unclear good God. oh no i'm sorry jk simmons is playing santa claus in that franchise yeah yeah hold on let me like find the picture of uh jk simmons ripped for this fucking santa claus movie. i've seen
2: jack jk simmons but i thought he was training to play commissioner gordon and the no but
1: it's for a santa claus movie <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, James. I had yeah. to bring up the Fast franchise
1: news.
0: I'm like, you guys can go. I could, I could have left like an hour. No. Apparently. Like, I am not needed on this episode.
1: No, don't leave. Oh, yeah, yeah. John, I'm going to send it to you. It's fucking. It's oh, no, UK I've seen Simmons, it. Simmons The Rock.
3: Yeah. I've seen it.
2: I've seen it. <laughs> Simmons a has a big ass beard. It's crazy looking. Yeah. I'll
1: send it to you anyway. I think Chris Evans is going to be. I, well, you guys talk about movies and shit. I'm literally just playing Marvel Snap. Oh, yeah. I've
2: been playing Marvel yeah. Snap too. It's very fun.
1: Oh, i I got back into it. I made a destroy deck, so I'm the bane of everyone's existence.
2: What's a destroy oh, deck? Free.
1: It's where you uh, just destroy a bunch of cards and make other ones powerful. Uh, mm-hmm. Deadpool, um, Killmonger, yeah, Sabertooth, Deathlock, yeah. Carnage, Venom. Yeah, They're I are all got... like the ones that just kill each other and then get stronger.
2: I got a destroy card. I forget who he is, um, but he's like only a two or a one, so he's like easy to throw. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Bucky,
1: Bucky is good. Oh, if nope. Bucky dies, Buck it turns into Wonder Soldier. Definitely throw Bucky in. Yeah, my main deck is just like a just like an actual like playing deck. It's it's got like Jessica Jones and armor and like Devil Dinosaur. Like it's just like an actual like I am gonna use this to play the game. But then if you want to go based off the gimmick decks, it gets wild okay 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 oh, run wong and run dr doom and you will not be upset my uh
2: my it's so good. my destroyer is yondu by the way i just remember oh yeah oh
1: yondu destroys okay. other people's cards you need cards that destroy your own oh wow yeah. why yeah because they power each other up man yeah I mean,
0: you get cards that like oh Wolverine's destroyed he gets powered up Say destroyed, oh come
1: dude shang chi though shang chi is one of the best cards in the game on reveal, destroy all enemy cards at this location that have 9 power or oh, more. Yeah, okay. You save them for the last one, wait for someone to throw Apocalypse down, and then just end their career.
2: Yeah, just drop Hulk on them. Uh, yeah. like, peace.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> get Hulk. Peace.
0: Oh my god. I'm playing the game, Yeah, go
1: Destroy play. decks are quite good. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> going back to uh, Eternals and Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, let's get to our third piece of news, uh, fourth piece of news. Uh, this one's obvious, and just us to talk about more of the stuff that's been going on with this production. Hugh Jackman said Deadpool three takes place before Logan. Doy.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: A lot of the, um, the running ideas for this are based off what Hugh Jackman has said in the last couple interviews he's done. It's Deadpool doesn't want Logan to die. So he uses time travel to save Wolverine. And then the TVA is like, what the fuck is going on? And they go after that's what, um, Hugh Jackman's been talking about in interviews.
2: Oh, yeah, because... um, Wow, what's that actor's name? Wow. Oh, uh, uh, oh, he's he's yeah, confirmed, be in right? it.
1: They also said Evan Peters is going to be in the movie as well as Quicksilver, so I don't know how that's going to go.
2: Interesting. As yeah. Ralph Boner?
1: As Quicksilver, so maybe.
2: <laughs> Interesting.
1: Yeah, but, you know, the the confirmed cast members are the the titular Deadpool... Hugh Jackman, and then uh, Mobius, Mobius, Mobius. So I don't know if anyone else is going to pop up, but I know that it's Owen Wilson, TVA nonsense. So I hope Hiddleston's there. I hope, you know, there's some the Fox stuff. They did say that this will be the capstone to the Fox franchise. So I'm thinking that if Deadpool doesn't kill them all and do like a Deadpool kills them all, the universe thing, or gets them killed because of TVA involvement, then I'm expecting to see a bunch of like, Uh, cameos from like the fantastic four both iterations like just getting iced or in other universes
2: that would be fun one of the other uh what's his name charles murphy of multi's murphyverse he reported today that uh the nova project is no longer in production to be a marvel special presentation it's actually gonna be a film that's a pretty fun one
1: it's like uh it's like what happened with armor wars where it was like they're like the budget needs to be bigger than a tv budget so we're gonna make it a movie so this one they're like we want to do a special presentation but this nova project could be something huge so let's make it bigger yeah which it's fine i hope we get both dick and uh sam alexander in this one like I don't get me wrong, I'd be fine with getting just a Richard Ryder. Whoa, 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 We're,
0: we're not gonna brush over the fact you just called fucking Richard Ryder Dick. Richard Ryder rich Dick. Yeah. Dick. Dick I'm Rider, dude. What are you No, fucking Dick Ryder? I no. Mean, no. No, no. 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 You don't get to make a nickname for Harrison. Naked eye, his
3: name is Richard.
0: You are like Dick. Yeah, Dick wants to say I'm like, no, that's not. Like,
3: Richard
1: like, rich Sam. So. Yeah, thanks, Thank man. Or like, like, oh, Rick with the a C. Oh, they called him so, Rich, by the way. Yeah, Rich yeah I know. Like It's Rich. Richard Ryder, it's Rich, it's not Dick, because they can't do Dick, because that's Dick Grayson. Anyway, so Rich and Sam, I'd be down for like a buddy cop, like, think of it like, this is going to sound terrible, think of it like Ride Along, where Ice Cube is Richard Ryder, <laughs> and Kevin Hart is Sam Alexander, and it's his first time being a cop. They can't
3: use training
1: day.
2: Yeah, training day or Yeah, late.
1: but it's Marvel, so you know there's gonna be comedy.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They're That's not gonna why. be
2: smoking PCP on the job.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Unless
1: they do it Nova like Miami Vice and have Michael Mann direct it.
2: Oh my god, could you imagine if Michael Mann made Michael Mann's
1: Nova? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like forty five minutes of explaining the police inner workings of like the Nova Corps and shit like that. Hey okay, man,
1: you gotta do what you gotta do. Who directed um the Jake Gyllenhaal end of watch?
2: Uh, that was David Ayer.
1: Have David Ayer do Nova?
2: No, based on his track record with superhero movies and and Bright, I don't think that would be the best idea. Oh yeah, he
1: did just he did just do Bright. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'd be fine with uh, them doing like a buddy cop story, but I'd also be okay with one movie focusing on one or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they don't both have to be there, but I think, um, using the time to make Sam the audience character and then Richard be the grizzled veteran. Explaining the world, I think that kind of works a little bit better, especially with the fall of the Nova Corps from um, Endgame.
2: Yeah, James, how do you feel about the following Fantastic Four rumor for Sue and Reed? Oh, what's the? Rumor? Are they gonna be married? Ready? Diego okay. Luna as Reed oh. Richards.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, okay. You right and there, and, and
2: I. Nope. Ayesha Gonzalez as Sue Storm. Uh, I don't.
1: Know remember her being in the conversation but i'm not opposed
2: i, I think that's very sexy and i wouldn't mind looking at it but i don't know how i feel about it yeah
1: james she's from baby driver ambulance bloodshot um godzilla kong i'm not
0: i'm not thrilled with it to be fair mm-hmm. you know but it's, it's one of those I mean, like... if they make
1: both the fantastic four main members mexican actors that's fine oh. whatever
0: why are we doing this? Why not? We we I mean, I think
1: Krasinski hard. was a good choice, but a lot of people don't like Krasinski, so I don't uh, like him
2: either. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I thought know. he was great. I think he looks the part. Um, the my preferred like, casting for Reed is, uh... oh man, uh, Daniel Luna works. Who is, um... oh man? I don't want that. James.
0: No, the whole thing ends up being like, um, and I, I've said this before on the podcast and I'm thinking, like, sometimes they're, like, there's such a plethora of, like, minority characters that you can actually pick from and use, and you're not using them, so you're just changing white characters to minority characters because you're like, oh, quota. and I'm like, can you, it's going to come off that way every time Lee.
3: Yeah. Oh, well,
1: that's just because of the toxic fandom that DCEU and the Marvel Cinematic Universe brings to the table because those are for wider audiences. And a lot yeah. of them were also, like, old codgers who were like, I read the book
2: when I was 12, and now what you're saying Mr. Fantastic's black? And to your point, James, one of the things that I think is kind of, like, intrinsically important about casting this new Fantastic War movie <laughs> is getting a Jewish actor to play Ben Grimm. How's that? Exactly. How's that for a segue? How's that for a yeah, segue? Yeah,
3: absolutely. <laughs> Jason
2: Segal. Thank you, John. You're welcome. But there's... um. You know Jack Kirby, the creation of the Fantastic Four. Um, at the time, obviously, like Ben Grimm wasn't called a Jewish character. I don't think until the Dan Slot comics. Um, but there was he was so- always coded to be Kirby, though. Always coded to be Kirby, and something yeah. like intrinsically Jewish about that character. Oh, sorry. I-, I gotta tell you
0: something. I gotta, I gotta tell you guys something real quick. And I'm on Facebook. You so... looked at the picture of Isaac Gonzalez I sent you? Uh, I, I, yeah, I did. <laughs> i mean like yeah she's really awesome. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah um but um... when you can't get anna de Armos and you want it to be a little sluttier you call i use against gun's
1: so uh, That's neat.
0: dude um it's... tom taylor posted on his facebook page uh, the poster for action 1050 that comes out this week um and it sets up his story for *Avengers: of superman mm-hmm. the, uh the john kent story and some guy underneath, I won't say the guy's name, before that underneath, goes hashtag firejamesgun, and, and Tom Tontail's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Why are you bringing this up here? because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> people like, are everyone, fucking dumb, man. And then, like, everyone in the comments was just, like, ragging on them. Someone, someone's like, there's a meme from uh Mean Girls, like, you don't even go here. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, watching, like, people roast this dude, like, sir, this is a Wendy's. They're, like, why? you like, why? Like, yeah. no That's- one, like, like, why not? Leads on this He goes, I have no idea what this guy's talking
1: about. John, who's your ideal fantastic forecasting for everybody? Uh, Glenn
2: Howard in as, um, is that a serious choice? Or are you that's just... a serious choice,
1: okay? It's not a bad choice. I was just asking if you're gonna also say D- Danny DeVito is the thing.
2: <laughs> no, I'm gonna say either Jason Siegel or Adam Sandler.
1: as I'm, a, thing. Siegel. I'm a Siegel thing, uh, thing Siegel. just because he's a little bit okay. younger than Sandler. And I think his voice is a little bit better as a rock monster than, you know, the Sandman.
2: Yeah. What about my Johnny Storm, which is perfect. You guys are going to flip when you hear this.
1: Awesome. Motor.
2: Glenn Powell. the I douche. think Glenn
1: Powell's Cyclops.
2: He's the douche from Top Gun yeah. Maverick. Yeah, he's also
1: the not douche from Devotion. He did yeah. two plane movies in one year. I have no idea who those people are. Glenn, did you see Top Gun Maverick? No. Wow. Oh. Like, no, wonderful. Like, I, I don't go to movies often. It's right? on Paramount Plus. It's a wonderful. Send <laughs> him <think> a picture <laughs> of Glenn I, Powell. I think Glenn Powell would be good Cyclops. That's because he's just like an arrogant white guy.
2: Yeah, that's kind of why I like him. I, I also a want
1: journey. a, I want a younger Johnny though. I think Glenn Powell's is a little too old. He's like twenty eight. He's, yeah, yeah, he's got a, he's got an adult man face though.
2: And then, um, I don't really know with Sue. That's kind of like Sue's like the hardest one kind of yeah. for me.
1: So my, my sue ask. is like samara weaving or Jodie comer i think they do a great job
2: i like samara weaving a lot that's actually a yeah. really good choice i think
1: she's like the perfect choice but that's i mean emily blunt but that's just because of john krasinski yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah I, she, I think blunt samara weaving she's like the right age too she's oh, like yeah. 30 32. i think
1: samara is like her and uh margot robbie are cut from the same cloth i yeah. think that uh they like exactly, Leaving, the same. exactly i think samara weaving is a great choice for sue on um, my read i'm down for krasinski i'm down for howerton i'm down for honestly any reed richards can be literally any actor that isn't miles teller or or a the other the other guy like just because i don't want to see repeats again mm-hmm. of course but like i mean I, i'd give miles teller another shot but i don't know did um, you guys
2: do an entire episode on the barbie trailer by the way have you guys done that episode yet <laughs>
1: No, yeah, nah, but the Barbie okay. trailer is the Planet of the Apes trailer.
2: It's uh not the Planet of the Apes. It's two thousand one, a space Odyssey. It is, I'm sorry. But my goodness, does that movie look wonderful? Oh, Adam. dude,
1: Simu Liu's in there.
2: Looks great. Simu Liu looks like he's having the time of his life in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's
1: Just a generally good man. Yeah. to the Barbie, way to go. Um, no, but uh, you know, so Reed Richards, it could literally be anybody. I'm fine with Reed. Uh, Jason Segel's got to be thing, and I either want um. Zach Efron or, or Austin Butler to play um, Johnny Storm?
2: Austin Butler's an interesting one. He was in Elvis, right?
1: Yeah, he's, he's the yeah. Elvis.
2: Yeah, I, that's an interesting choice. I think I he's say.
1: got the chops, especially after Elvis. His SNL thing was pretty good, so he's got some comedy bits. Yeah, Elvis I was just, a movie
2: I didn't love, but he was think, great.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, th- I think Tom Hanks kind of just, like, was weird in that movie. And that's kind of why I was, like, mid
2: yeah, I like uh, Baz Luhrmann, the guy who made that movie a yeah, lot. Yeah, he
1: made, he made a superhero movie, but he made Elvis.
2: Yeah, but it was
1: long. That's my only thing. Like, oh, yeah. It was like and, an like, hour you, and a half. You could cut out like the first 20 minutes and it would be the same movie. <laughs> yeah, I
2: wish that movie was like an hour and a half or even oh, yeah. like two hours. Instead, it was like three hours of just like.
1: Yeah, it's like 242. It's too yeah. long. Yeah. Um. And then uh, yeah, Austin Butler, I think, would be good. Uh, Sabrina wants Rudy Pankow to be. Human Torch, he's one of the kids from Outer Banks. Okay. I see a lot of people fan casting him. I don't personally know what he's done besides Outer Banks. And honestly, give it to an, a relatively unknown, sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, that chick from Outer Banks was a smoke show in fucking yeah. Knives Out. Oh, God. You know. Uh,
1: what's oh, Whiskey?
2: Name? Yeah, Whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I right. didn't know
1: she was from Outer Banks. Good for yeah, her.
2: Yeah, neither did I until I Googled her name at Hot. I was like, oh, she's from <laughs> <in New York." laughs>
1: Hey, man. I mean, that movie oh, was such a movie. Glass Sunday.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very sexy cast in that movie. It's kind of crazy. Oh, I was hot in that one. Yeah. I saw it with my mother, and the entire time, she's like, I can't believe how much she looks like Goldie Hawn. Like, the entire time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she's
2: like, it's incredible. It's like looking at Goldie Hawn. Like, the entire time, she was just, like, talking about Goldie Hawn. No. Yeah, talking no. about, like, Jewish moms just being like, oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, Johnny. Oh, my
2: God. 20. I love I love going there because she's just like, I brought out a bowl of chips and I brought out a bowl of cookies and I brought and it was just like, how many bowls do you have to fit all this <laughs> shit like everywhere?
0: Dude, that's not like a Long Island thing. Like my wife finds a mom for like things. I'm like, what's happening? Yeah,
2: where'd you get this bowl? I've never seen this bowl in my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've been
1: here for 35 years. I've never seen this bowl in my life. <laughs> how how did you make guacamole that fast? You know what I mean? <laughs> why did you bring it into the theater and why is it still fresh? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like, I went to—I opened the fridge. Yeah, like, they had a, one egg, and they like, go cart and milk. You know, why do you have cart it fresh? Right. How? Yeah. All All
2: right. Right. How? did you do you this? You guys want to talk about Hanukkah for a sec?
3: Yeah, yeah let's yeah. talk right. about Hanukkah, right. man. Adam right. Sandler and up.
2: All right. So, obviously, you guys have me on here um as the resident member of the chosen tribe uh in your in your little crew for yeah. androids.
1: Um yes. and I was the only person I know oh really that's insane you're from long island I, I i mean i wasn't friends with a lot of um jewish people i guess just i know a, i know one other person by name but i'm not really like friends friends with them so. yeah i know plenty yeah it's
0: just like they're not in the comments that's i mean funny. maybe they
1: just don't tell me that they are but i don't know <laughs>
0: yeah i feel like, they're, like
1: hiding it from me i don't know what, that's not, that's not what I, mean. I think it's i'm like, too white i don't yeah, know <laughs> like
2: 25 percent of like my school where i where i grew up was jewish you know it was like a big community but um, my inner circle is last week i couldn't come on the show because i had to go away for work i had to go to bowling
3: literally
1: the last minute we got a call from you like sunday night and you were like hey uh i gotta fly into like illinois tomorrow bye i was like oh okay
2: so not only (laughs) did i have to disappoint you guys i had i had to disappoint my poor mother and, oh no, and it was a train wreck it was there's no way you could say no. She sent food that's to your mother. she <laughs> mailed food to the house just so like I could have it. You know what I mean oh, that's
3: awesome.
2: um but <laughs> I was no telling anymore. I was telling uh Jane, um whatever I was telling Hunter before I came on the show um the guy I was traveling with uh jeff um also extremely jewish like kind of one of my mentors with work um we're sharing this little hotel room and he comes in with like a little like hot plate that he must have bought at like a dollar tree or something like that right. and he starts in a hotel room cooking lakas like he had like a frying oh, pan oh, and he's making them <laughs> And he's like, Johnny, like, like, come on. Like you you disappoint your mother. I don't get to see Judy. That's his wife. He's like, you know, (laughs) Judy's mad at me, but we can do this together. You know? And part of me was like, you know, like I haven't like been into a temple since I was like 17. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I haven't like practiced this in a long time. And then Jeff Levins, God bless the man, James. He tells me, Johnny, you can be a Jew for God. You can be a Jew against God. But you can't be a Jew without God. And that's wonderful. And, and then he cooked lockets for me in this little table. That's room.
1: so wonderful. That's he like cooked it in the hotel room on a hot plate. Like yeah. the-
0: dude, that like, that sounds like a Hanukkah Miracle special. Like that's that's the Well,
2: here's the thing. Like that it got me thinking about like missing the episode. It kinda I'm kinda like glad I had this extra week because
3: yeah.
2: when he said that, that sounded like something. Ben Parker would tell yeah. fucking Peter, you know yeah. and, like the kind of like, you know with great power comes. you could be a
1: great hero with power or you can great hero without power, but power is involved nonetheless,
2: but you can't be a hero without power without <laughs> <not> power, yeah, <laughs> and like all of those kind of like slogans from comic books and those like metaphors and stuff, mm-hmm. I was like so much of comics isn't only you know, uh, coded as being Jewish, because it was, yeah, because no. it was a time that like you couldn't really do it But part of it, just the kind of like history of comic books as a medium, I started thinking that like comic books are essentially Jewish American literature in like all sorts of ways where like the motion picture industry, like the movies back in the 30s, like same way. Like, yes, Jewish creators yes. who weren't, they were, like, normally, like, ostracized from, like, other prestigious industries, like, they were looked down upon, had to literally go out and create their own industries. That's why that's you have true. so many Jewish producers in Hollywood. That's why you yeah. have uh, so many Jewish managers and musicians and things like that. That's why there's a bunch of conspiracy
1: too. theories on how they control well, the media no,
2: empires. No,
0: really, no, the real reason, and, and, and as much as hunts trying to joke about it, and it falls <laughs> flat. It's like, hey, oh, man. That's oh fed of, you are know, bet out of racism and ignorance because of things that they were like people are upset about. You needed a target, but like what John's pointing out, and that's a big thing. Especially I like I, I heard other uh, Jewish creators talk about this um, once the whole Kanye West thing started happening. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. were like, they, and I was listening. Uh, I listened to another podcast called F- uh, Flagrant, and um, one of the guys on it was like, "Oh yeah," and this is explaining the history of Hollywood, and and, and John puts it. Say t- exactly what happened they were ostracized from other locations they went in and they were like let's do this
3: um yeah like
2: like the motion pictures wasn't an industry the way like theater and entertainment was there was like real prestigious entertainment like theater broadway things like that yep. and then there was like vaudeville and it was like yeah. trash and a lot of jewish comedians came from vaudeville you know it like,
0: sucks because like vaudeville goes back to the old minstrel show. yeah but you also get
2: like, like don rickles from that and and yeah, woody allen yeah. well, you know wow. what i mean um but like comic books essentially like emerged partially due to like this weird anti-semitic anti-immigrant sentiment from like the 20s and 30s and like all these people they wanted to go into newspapers and they wanted to go into publications but they were refused acceptance of their illustrations and their stories so jewish creators literally had to go outside of the mainstream outlets and create their own medium yeah and you think about joe simon jack kirby schuster like all these guys like kane obviously wasn't you know what i mean but then a lot of those stories like i'll talk a little bit like about the golden age but i'll go towards like talking about marvel particularly and timely and kirby right now from the roots to its representation like the kind of like discourse surrounding comic book culture like takes place both now and back then jewish new york based stories where it's like a lot of these scrappy heroes from the outer boroughs and like, or, or little nooks, you know, hell's kitchen, like neighborhoods, lower East side, Yancey street, Queens with Peter Parker, who like, put on their costumes and go into the big city you know what i yeah. mean like they're accepted
0: they're, they're not from the city they're like they're outsiders coming into the city unless you were already in the city and you're in the poorer part of the city exactly you're they're already- not
2: from wall street they're not from midtown no. they're from no. the alphabet city like yancy yeah. street supposed to be like uh you know like um what's it called houston you know what i mean yeah um our outer boroughs you know what i mean um harlem yeah. even like luke cage and stuff like that yeah. and there's a lot of correlations like james between like the black community and and the jewish community from that time obviously
0: a hundred percent and i, I, I know we, we can always have the discourse uh, the the wonderful like political discourse about things but yeah like, it's the reality of the situation it's like they were treated as the other um i listened to a podcast called cerebro and uh they their perfect line is they like I don't. So the host uh, on the show is Jewish, and he's like, "I don't like the idea that the X Men are supposed to be representing uh, that they rep- oh, that Magneto and Xavier are Martin Luther King and Malcolm X." Sure. Um, because they seem more like, like that, well, not that that's not why. It's because um, there's uh, the reason why in reality why they're not represented by black people of color is because they couldn't mm-hmm. uh, at the time. Um, the re- reason why he has a knock on it, he goes there if you look at it through the eyes of a, of a Jewish person it's more about it's like the idea the of uh assimilation or subjugation mm-hmm.
2: which is really easy as a Jewish american because like you could fit in because you like you just like don't go on the sun so much and you don't you know what i mean it's it's much yeah. harder for african americans in america and black americans to assimilate because of sheer skin tone you know what i mean exactly. you could hide yeah. a culture you could hide a yeah. culture and they yeah. did like kirby and stan lee like those aren't their real names like they no. hid those names
0: Lee's real name is lee boys
2: yeah exactly I, my mother too like we changed our name too and like chris um, real name is steve yeah, but they're... Well, that's
0: his pen name, but that's the... What John's bringing up, though, mm-hmm. is the it's the idea of, like, you couldn't, even then, couldn't even use his real name, their real names to produce art. Like, Shazowski does it because it's, like, a, a pen name thing. Yeah, you it know? seems too common. That's, I get it. Yeah, I that's, that's whatever. That's to make himself stand out. Mm-hmm. He's not doing it because he has to hide his identity. I know. Because back he in, like, can't a get a job. But, but yeah. James,
2: bring it one step further, the idea of a secret identity. You know yeah. what I mean? And what intrinsically these old superhero stories are about. Cl-
1: well, yeah. Clark
2: Kent hiding who he is to fit in in the regular world, you know, and on
1: glasses and walking into work. Yeah. But well, same
2: thing, like change your name, put on some glasses, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Cut your hair so they don't see the curls, stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I Dude. mean?
0: The whole thing, and, and I said this when we were talking about Snyderverse one day, and I was like, the problem is that people always, like, see Superman as a Jesus allegory. I'm like, he's not. He's a Moses allegory. He's written by two
1: Jewish oh, kids. Oh, dude, the fucking, the Snyder movie made it so prevalent that it was a Jesus in, uh, analogy or whatever I'm the like, word you said. Like, when he's standing it, there and everybody's trying to touch him in BBS. I was yeah. like, Haz.
0: Yeah, because he's not, though. He's not a Jesus allegory. He's a Moses allegory. He's sent from... A dying world with all his parents on a ship. It's just like the story of Moses. His, yeah. knees, his parents are on the run because their fucking village is being burned down. Or
2: James. He's sent from a dying world. Like the rise of fascism in Eastern Europe. And then coming yeah. to a new world. And still not being accepted in his new there's
1: world. No rats in America. I'm sorry, cats in America. Yeah, there's no cats in America. Yeah, and the streets um, are paved
2: you. James, you want to hear something cool? Um cool going back to the superman thing before like getting into kirby and all that Ooh. shit you know simon and schuster um when they came up with the name kal-el um, there's a lot of like hebrew in that like yeah, there's no cal. there's no um call but they like cal but there is a call and call in hebrew uh, means like the voice or the voice of, and L means God. You know what I yeah. mean? Which I think is pretty cool. You know,
0: and, and I like that a lot. And that's the whole thing when you look at like the early Jewish creators, and and and, and even if you look at it, like the origin of Superman, not the the, be the comic part, but like the like the reality of it all. Um, he or oh, Superman because he wanted someone to be like, uh, like, a strong man that was able to beat up bad guys because his father got mugged and got killed. Yeah. The, and that's how it all started. He's like, "Oh well, my parents, my father got killed, and I wish there was someone out there looking out for, you know, immigrants in downtown." Like, if you look at early ads, with Superman, he's one of the only heroes that are cooking with people of color, people of different backgrounds, and they aren't caricatures of those people. He's just with them. And yes, World War Two is a very different subject. Error, and we'll get to that at some point. Yeah. in, in a, an episode. Um. But yeah, that he's one of the first heroes, and they were like, damn, they he used to be like, two Jewish kids in the fucking basement. And I think
2: like, a lot of that James has to do. Again, this has to do a lot with going back to like how the entertainment industry and the sports industry and the whole like they run the world kind of bullshit. Um, yeah. Jewish communities, black communities um, were both ostracized and on the outside, so they weren't proje- projected as like caricatures because they like kind of were in the same neighborhoods you know yeah. what i mean um yeah, like, they knew I mean, them
0: yeah and that's it, it's a cool way to see that in the early days but uh before we go on a tangent about race and everything and geopolitics and in comics so we can do that as a whole episode by itself yeah yeah uh,
2: for hours yeah
0: um john made with some Hanukkah stuff man what's that yeah continue the Hanukkah
3: train man oh
2: yeah 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 uh well i kind of want to talk about like Kirby and Marvel. Like we talked a little bit about the (gasps) Superman stuff. I'm I'm kind of using this as an excuse to just be like the history of Judaism in comic books, because it's so much bigger. I think than most people give it recognition for. And again, like Jack Kirby, um, Jewish American immigrant, right. Um, fought in world war two. He was a scout for the United States army. He helped free two concentration camps You know what I mean? And, like, look at the stuff with Marvel, like not only Captain America, but when he went to, like, D.C., um, Darkseid, the anti-life equation, this kind Mm -hmm. of, like, vilification of fascism and all of these things that the Jewish community had to deal with within his lifetime and not much long before (laughs) we were around. you know what I mean? Um, Characters like the Red Skull and Doctor Doom being these kind of like demigod kind of figures these like really loud guys screaming at their top of their lungs preaching this hateful fucking bullshit you know what i mean like
0: yeah into a microphone for people that like worship them. Pro- proto
2: trumps you know what i mean with ridiculous <laughs> hair like godfrey uh what's his name glorious godfrey,
0: oh, godfrey. yeah from, uh, from, the, uh, from the new gods he's like there, like media guy like going out there he would go out he's an ugly looking dude with like a like a definitely like a comb over yeah like the big comb over (laughs) yeah he's out there just like on a microphone talking to people
2: yeah and there's just like a lot of lessons to be learned from that like my favorite kirby story um i don't know if you guys have ever read uh mark evanver's um biography on kirby kirby king of comics but it's like the absolute fucking best and um in the 30s Before uh, the United States entered World War II at the Timely office, there was um, at Madison Square Garden, there was like a big uh, United States um, Nazi Party rally. Yeah, Yeah. filled out Madison Square Garden.
0: It did. Yeah. You, you can you can see fine clips of it still. They exist because so it was recorded. But like people like it, it's, I don't mean to go on a tangent, but like people go, oh, that doesn't that never
1: happened. Like no, it happened. Yeah, it's a real, like, that it, never it, happened. It's like I mean, yo, are you sure about that? <laughs> yo,
2: guys, bringing it locally. The Nazi Party of America's base of operations was in Yapank, New York, like oh, three please. miles from my house. You know what I mean?
0: Which is wild when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, like, eh. but it during
2: the big rally at MSG. The Nazis took to the streets afterwards and they started like putting out anti-Jewish propaganda at the local offices in Midtown and they walked into the Timely office.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, all the like, oh, of Jewish writers are hanging out?
2: <laughs> well, Kirby got a phone call from someone downstairs saying that they were there. And Kirby apparently rolled up his sleeves, walked downstairs, and knocked a couple of the guys out. That's how you do it. That's how you fucking do it and
0: i do it every day if possible yeah and i mean
2: you didn't because they couldn't really do it because again like there is this kind of history of um jewish immigrants or children of jewish immigrants being able to mask their identity and their heritage to fit in and not be seen as another as an other um changing their names things like that like my mother's family did it um but there's A lot of, like, again, going back to the coding, like, there wasn't, like, an explicit Jewish character in Marvel Comics, but we always had Ben Grimm, right? Yeah. He he didn't come out as, like, an out-and-out Jew um, until kind of recently, but you always kind of knew it. Like, Kirby, you would send out his Happy Holiday cards, and it would be Ben Grimm reading the Torah. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Um, But it the one character that I always remember um, when I was a kid was created by another Jewish man, um, Chris Claremont, and oh, yeah, I know, who you say. Appe- I know who you say appeared in the Dark Phoenix. Right, that was when yeah. her first appearance on *Candy X-Men* 159. Um, I think she comes to the Xavier Mansion, and she's wearing the Star David around her neck. Yeah immediately yep and we get kitty pride and kitty again claremont was the guy who created all the eric lyncher magneto stuff right none of that backstory was in any of the lee kirby stuff and James, i would posit do you actually think stanley and jack kirby were trying to make some sort of radical um, statement about representation and and um, bigotry with the X-Men or do you think that they were just trying no, to make I, no, do you think I they were just trying to make a teenage comic book
0: No no there is a mix of both I do think there was like an audience like oh well, Teen Titans are selling over there let's go do this over here by us uh, No I
2: meant like in the 60s not in the 80s like in 70s oh. like I think Claremont definitely was and I can't believe No
0: Claremont went out of his way to make things like queer coded and and, and minority coded On purpose, like the if you look back at the stuff that Claymont did with Juggernaut and Black Tom, Mm -hmm. like they are a gay couple, yeah. Like, they're it's not like (laughs) Avalanche and Pyro are a gay couple. Mystique Um, is
2: trans, uh, right?
0: Um, Mystique is maybe is not, yeah, I know, baby, she's on my lap. Uh, Mystique is non binary because she can literally transform to anything. He was the one who was like, Oh, when we do Nightcrawlers, um, history, and we're going to reveal who his parents are. It's going to be Mystique and Destiny because Mystique turns to her a guy and has destiny. like, and they were like, "You can't do
1: that." That's how semen works.
0: Well, they could. No, they could because she because uh, she has control over her, all her organs uh, when she transforms. That's mm-hmm. true. Then, by all means, uh, they uh, they would have, but they were the only reason why they got turned down by the editors because they were like, "You can't have this woman transform to a guy to impregnate her girlfriend and then." We can't do that. Like they, yeah. Claremont was like ahead of his time a million times over. I can't
2: believe Shooter let him get away with any of it.
3: <laughs> oh my God! He, That's because that one was God. selling.
0: That's because Jim Shooter work, was working in comics since he was 13 years old, writing Legion. Yeah. You know, so he's like cool. I uh, saw this at, at DC when I was, like, 12. Yeah. I was already writing books. Oh, guys, do whatever the hell you want. I know what sells. So
2: much of that late 70s, early 80s Marvel all feels, like, really sames And then you get, like, the outsiders. Like, you see the art for the New Mutants and, like, the Demon Bear arc. And you're like, oh, how did Shooter ever let this pass? You
1: know what I mean?
3: It was, like, because it's fun.
1: Yeah. Well, dude, look at uh, Howard the Duck. I mean, this is like, a little off-tangent, but look at Howard the Duck. Shooter, like even though had issues with gerber like they still took chances on a lot of stuff yeah yeah
0: you know, oh speaking of which sorry i was watching a mini doc. Uh, a, i'll just little tangent before i go into the microphone tangent. They, uh i was watching a mini doc about how the doctor the the movie <laughs> and how, like, how it was made I, well, it was like, a documentary about how it was made and why and how, how the, the characters were made. and he was actually supposed to be like almost like a like a kung fu master like sidekick to swamp thing. That's what they wanted him to Kung quack Yeah, Master
3: Quack
1: Fu. Yeah. And they
0: were like and then they were like no because the chance Swamp Thing is like one issue. And they're like, okay, so what do we do with this guy? And they left him and he was like he had no name in the beginning and everything. And then they, <laughs> they made the the him powered out of that guy. which just this microphone. So.
1: Well no, Howard um I mean yeah okay I guess yeah they turned him into Howard. Never mind. No, you're right.
0: Yeah, but he first appears in like that one, like, that, like, next, like,
1: um, Man. Giant says Man Thing number five, I think, or Journey into yeah. Fear. No, no, yeah, Giant says Man Thing number one. I'm not
2: even sure. Hold on. Oh. Today, and throughout right, the week. Out, no, it's fine. I was trying to go back and see if there were like any Hanukkah specials. You know what I mean? Um, like, I mean, I
1: feel like nowadays they might do one soon. So but no. i don't know, so know i
2: have a, no, yeah. oh, have a theory about why there aren't I have a theory about why there are not because
1: they can't conf- they can't do like um stories that are specifically for like a certain minority no nah. no i'm religion. curious james do you know of like any yes
0: yeah so you know we had this talk, like, with like i'll be honest and we had something to see uh two weeks ago no, two weeks ago and then like uh we asked them, and if they're not just for Hanukkah, but, like, but in general, like, like, hey, you know, if you gave us access to like these like holiday books like a month before the holiday books come out, we can sell better. If people will then think about environment, buy them a stock type of thing, or like gifts. Um, and the main reason why they're like, yeah, we, we just, and DC at least calls it a holiday special because they started doing little mini stories around characters um whether it's like Holly clean doing the do special, sure. or like or kate uh doing the honor uh, event um and then like other things they just out because they're like we just want to make it a holiday thing you don't want to make it focused on one religion that's salad it's focused on everyone celebrating christmas oh my god the justice league is uh you know what went out on the base of some shit you know um it just doesn't sell off. it really would just be like so in order for us to like sprinkle things together and try to do stuff and get more people into it, they just try to um, sell it that way.
3: Today.
0: Mm-hmm. I... I mean, once my daughter opened my bedroom door, to my wife she was sleeping. Oh no, oh.
1: she's already oh. crawling around. Um, this, yeah, she's I saw her waddling the other day. Uh, John Adam Smasher from uh, the DC Universe comic books, Adam Smasher is. A Jewish individual and they got Henry Winkler to play his dad or the original in uh like Adam. They, and they did got,
2: I, and, and the then, kid had uh had some curly hair too, which oh, I Noah hmm <laughs> hmm
1: Question. <laughs> Noah Centino, good actor or Hollywood hard throb like Tom Holland. I don't even know who this guy is, man. He's been I'm in sorry. a bunch of stuff of like recent he's Biggest role is uh, to all the boys. Then he was in Black Adam, Perfect Date.
2: He um, looks like he's in a bunch, a bunch of, of like Netflix shit that like. He's I've in a bunch of Netflix
1: rom coms, and then like they're trying to make him into like an action star. Like they put him in Black Adam. He's supposed to be He Man. He's gonna. He's got this show called um, The Recruit, which he's like a lawyer who becomes like a CIA guy.
2: Interesting. Um, Interesting. He's he's oh, yeah. in uh negotiations for a role in a movie that's based on the game shop uh GameStop short squeeze. Remember oh, when yeah. that was happening? <laughs> yeah. Is that the
1: what's that called? The diary?
2: No, I don't know what it's about. I just Not remember when uh they um GameStop, like they went and were like, Everyone buy GameStop stock and like everyone bought it and then they sold it when it was like worth a whole bunch of money. I could oh, see yeah. like Adam McKay like doing like the big short. <laughs> You know what I mean, yeah. or something like that. I doing a yeah, 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 that would be really <laughs> funny. Um, I think Timothy Chalamet is like the best of these guys, though, right? Oh,
1: actors yeah. in this in this like little world I just pitched to you of Noah Tim- and uh, Tom. Yeah, I think Timothy Chalamet is house. the new
2: Leonardo DiCaprio. Is
1: but what to be fair, Timothy Chalamet is like also considerably the weirdest one out of all three of those. Mm-hmm. He he like makes custom Xbox controllers. He's like. Such a little weirdo, but like mm-hmm. he's a phenomenal actor and he's he's good looking. I'm not saying he's a little weirdo. No,
2: right? no, he's very yeah, handsome. But,
1: yeah. but like, it's wild that like out of all three of those like young Hollywood up and comers, like Timothy Chalamet, the fucking weird nerd guy, is like shooting through the ranks of these like. It happens, it, man.
0: it really happens. Man. Yeah, so, he's, he's the. Back. So did I miss uh, John's like reveal about No, 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 no. I
2: bad. wanted to say because, and I was telling Hunter this before you came on how. Hanukkah is not really like a big deal, um, in like the Jewish community. It was kind oh, of okay. Like... Thank you.
0: I was going to ask you because I did hear that rumor. Like, it's not a big deal in the actual Jewish community, but to everyone else, it's a big deal. It, it's like what, were Gentiles and like common folk look and go, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. That your, that, that's your. That's your. big holiday. That's yours. Not though.
2: No, it is not. Um, much like how the Christians like took the month of December from the pagans. I feel like eventually Hallmark was like, oh, what Jewish holiday happens around here? You know what I mean? And they're like, yeah. Okay, we'll make this the big one. Um, like Hanukkah is like literally based on a story, like this biblical story about how during like 200 BC, like Judea, like the, the land of Israel, became under control by this like Syrian king who eventually like his son didn't allow Jews to practice the religion was trying to make them worship Greek gods and was like, it became like a war. Uh, James uh, Hunter called it the Jewish Alamo, where like they eventually. I, uh, didn't,
3: I didn't
1: say that on camera. <laughs> no,
2: no, no. I I like that analogy because eventually it is a good
1: analogy cause cause the way you were I describing the story, it made it seem like it was like the story of the Alamo, but for Jewish yes, people. It, it kind of is. Yeah,
0: yeah they, kind of, it, it really is. Yeah. like I, it's a very famous story. I learned about it from Washington Rugrats when I was like four. Mm-hmm. Like like the, the 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 Battle of Maccabees is a big thing um but yeah sorry i don't mean that to... no 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 it is but because like, the his- history major before this like the um
2: like uh yom kippur is the big one that like if i did that... miss yom kippur my mom would be like pissed like she because
0: that's your new is that that's your new year no that's right?
2: rosh hashanah um okay. because unlike christianity um jews do not have salvation like we cannot yeah. um you saved your I... son you see, no, you're he, done. I thought
0: think, I think you guys had sold though.
2: We have a she day of atonement sorry. where we, on Yom Kippur, like, you atone for everything that you've done and things like that. And you're kind of, like, cleared. And as long oh, as you, like, John. I know, it's crazy. John,
1: John, John, you I have know. so much.
2: So here's the thing, like, you know how, like, Jewish comedians and, like, entertainers and stuff, and, like, just oh, the Jewish community in general, like, there is this kind of, like, fatal kind of Being to them, you know what I mean? Like, there is some sort of like fatalism and nihilism to when you know, like, a lot of Jewish people, this kind of like, oh boy, like, kind of like Woody Allen or some shit, you know? And I think a lot of that comes from the idea that there really isn't salvation, but like, Yom Kippur is the big one um <laughs> passover's the cool one because like that's the best story you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> like, and
0: then we, there's a lamb and people are killed and ghosts yeah <laughs> like yeah oh my god
2: it's dope there's burning bushes there's a great rugrat special about it um yeah there's the cool. prince of egypt the movie with the soundtrack oh, by whitney Donald. houston yeah oh my god whitney houston did the soundtrack for like a dreamworks movie in like 1999 <laughs> like count <laughs> yeah. me in you know what i mean Oh, I'm sad. But I think because so much of the publishing industry that is comic books, and so many of the creators of comic books, and so much of the history of comic books is so um, rooted in in Judaism, they kind of know like Hanukkah is not the big deal, and they don't like want to make a big deal of it, so they don't put out these holiday specials, right?
0: <laughs> right. No, that makes sense. That like the way you're putting it, like, and I, I think it's like. I think you're 100% right because, like, I can imagine, like, dude – I talk about this all the time when, like, there's, like, a weird change with a character's look or, like, a storyline. Like, yeah, there's probably, like, four editors in a room going, you know what what sells this? Like, Miles' new outfit. Like, they don't – like, what do they think a black superhero would wear? Like, he could just wore his old school suit. Who cares? Well, he has like Tim's on now. He would wear dunks,
1: though. Come on. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like, he's got Tim's on. I and, think uh, his like,
1: suit uh, from cool. Into the Spider-Verse, jacket or no jacket, is the best look Miles has ever had, and they keep fucking with it.
2: Mm-hmm. I hate that suit. I love I how, how he's got the J's really, on in it. Why dude, do you hate
1: that suit? Because it's literally
0: like, it's not a Miles suit. It's four dudes in an editing office going, what do black kids like to wear? Let's make him do that. Yeah. I'm not, not like a suit yeah. from Into
1: the Spider-Verse, not that new suit.
0: No, it's the same thing. Both of them are, are are from that, era. like the spray paint the spider on his chest. I love it. I think it.
1: that's cool. I think that's
0: cool. I, you can think it's cool. I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying it's fucking stupid. No, my it,
2: it makes sense. It makes sense.
0: You know. Yeah. I that's, that's my same reasoning why I hate Jamie Fox as Electro. Like yeah. it goes back to like you're like you like you don't not every character has to be a caricature of that race or that background but it's
2: not it's part of the fucking culture like if you were fucking you know what i mean like if, if you were miles morales and you had a cool black and red suit you'd be like i'm wearing my jordan ones out, yeah, like, right. I'm, not like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing like that. I'm doing dude! Yeah, it's
0: you know what I'm doing. That. Yeah. i was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm not no, like, I'm like a Jays guy, but like there.
2: ones, threes, and elevens are pretty dope.
0: You know Okay. I mean? <laughs> like again, that comes from like a again, I I say this as someone that comes from the background and go, Oh, this is kind of and I, I go but going back to what, what, what you were talking about, John, it does feel like, oh, we're gonna make a hockey special, so we need Holly Quinn to sit outside, and it's cold out in December, yeah, yeah. and she's buying Christmas presents for Poison Ivy, and she comes back, and she there's a Christmas tree, and they got in a fight, so she's like, I have to go home to Coney Island, and then they're celebrating uh, like a full stereotypical Hanukkah, and it is like a whole big thing, and like that's not how the world would work. Well, <laughs> like
2: I, I kind of wanted to bring <laughs> up the uh, the comic book character Jewish Hall of Fame, and okay, um... go ahead. Well, let's talk about Harley Quinn. How do you feel about right.
1: Harley Quinn being Jewish?
0: I don't like Harley
2: oh, we Quinn. I didn't Jewish. even know she
1: was Jewish until you it. told me like an hour ago, John. I love it. Oh, you didn't know? I, you just, I don't read a lot of Harley Quinn comic books, and the TV show does not give a shit to talk about that. You so. couldn't no. tell
2: by the way she talks? and I just, all thought, it was a Brooke,
1: I just thought it was a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> she's
0: from Coney Island. I just Dude, thought
1: she was and, from uh, fucking, the, fucking New York. Hey, forget about it. You know what I mean? You know,
0: she's uh No, she is Pauline Quinzel come on yeah um yeah her mom yeah, she, was a uh, catholic
2: her dad was you yeah, gotta forget that i'm
1: like a moron right <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i'm like blind um, to a lot of this stuff just because I, I don't have strong opinions on a lot of things
0: honestly it's because i like i like character history stuff so that's why i, I kind of give a rat's ass mm-hmm. when i found out like oh that's pretty fucking cool mm-hmm. um her being jewish character it doesn't bother me like it, it's fine it plays
1: well i don't know why it would bother anybody who gives a shit
3: well, I, right,
1: um, yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, I say that in the same vein. It's like, why not give Peter Parker a religious background then? It's because, you he know, is. certain people... Catholic. Yeah, but... Uh, he's John, Catholic. John John has other answers that I think work think better anyway. But um, I think like, Peter's
2: a Jew. I think Peter's...
1: Like, you can't assign That's certain fair. characters, like, certain things that people reacting Because, like, oh, I see myself as Peter Parker, but I'm not Jewish, so I can't relate to that. Blah, 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 like, it's just... So I can understand why people there'd be backlash, but like, who, who
3: cares?
2: My thing with with peter it's not real. <laughs> my my thing with Peter, by the way, James isn't necessarily that he is Jewish, but he might be the most. Other than like Ben Grimm from that era of Marvel, oh, the most yeah. like oh, intrinsically coded Jewish character, where yeah. it's like you are the kid who feels like an outsider, who lives in Queens, who wants to work in the city. They're not taking you seriously in the publishing industry. They're not taking you seriously in the science industry. Like none of these <laughs> industries are letting you in, so you have to go make an industry for yourself and pretend to be somebody else. To go, Stan yeah, so said he saw
1: a lot of himself in Peter. So. Mm-hmm. makes sense checks out
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah it's true and that's what and i agree like, i i get the 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 jewish coding and, it, and you can see that a lot with mm-hmm. that with on the time with peter you, and, and you lay it out very well like yeah it's like this it's kind of what it is like oh yeah but aunt
2: may is a protestant right she's not a catholic yeah. or something like she yeah. goes to a presbyterian church or something catholic. yeah yeah eddie brock is definitely <laughs>
0: catholic <laughs> And he is so Catholic, it's hers. Yeah, so that's we one. know because he's he always
2: he's always posing in front of those stained glass mirrors. Yeah, you know, left <laughs> all
1: flowers in his backstories. Where did the <laughs> flowers come from?
2: All right. Yeah. Uh, number two on my list. This is no <laughs> order. Uh, Mark Spector Moon Knight. Right.
0: Yes. Which is crazy. That I didn't know about.
2: Yeah, because his father was a rabbi, correct?
0: <laughs> yes. I <like> it. <laughs> I know she's losing Give me one second. I gotta drink her bottle.
2: All right. All right. All right. We lost James for a little bit. Oh, sorry. Sweetie,
0: sweetie.
2: I wish James had uh could milk her. Could you imagine?
1: James just whips out his titty. Yeah, James just whips out his titty and feeds the baby <laughs> on the I mean that would be uh that would be interesting, you know. That would be quality
2: content. That'd right That
1: would be now. me wishing we had the cameras on. If your
2: friend, your male friend, could make milk from its boobs, would you drink it? If they told you they could drink it? Oh, <laughs> no! You wouldn't even try it?
1: I wouldn't even try it for my wife. Oh my I God, just you... I just don't think it would taste good. I hear it's not great.
2: Yeah, that's the goal. Every time I suck on a titty, I hope, like, I'll oh, you like, in the face. <laughs> you,
1: just... <laughs> you just gotta fucking get them when they're, you know, about to, you know, yeah, or, or like, flush out of... the tank.
2: I start by, like, I squeeze them real hard to, like, milk them <sighs> up. I slap them back and forth, and then, like, I just start going sucking, hoping that... Yeah. Oh, you know.
0: What the hell I just walked back into?
2: We were I...
1: talking about how that, uh... John thought it would be hilarious if you just whipped out your titty and started feeding Veronica. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that's, that's how, that works. That's and then how I, that works.
2: I asked Hunter if he would drink milk from his friend's titty if he found out his friend could do it. And he lied and said no. <laughs> I didn't
3: oh, yeah. lie. I just no. said no. Do you do, I no, would you do not. I, 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 I would
1: not even do it for my wife. Like, I just, it doesn't seem like it would taste good. Yeah, you would. Knowing yeah, myself, yeah. once it starts happening, I'm, I'll probably have a sip. But, you know. That's
2: what I'm saying. That, <laughs> oh, God. Every time I suck on the titty, that's a good I'm
1: like a male friend, though. I don't know, man. I don't know. I
2: don't know. Oh my God! So Mark Spector is. I mean, Reynolds, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh Spector's father
0: was a rabbi,
1: correct?
2: Yes. And one yes. of the
1: backstories, he was like raised very Jewish.
3: Yeah.
0: He his a father was an abusive rabbi that had yeah, like legacy like, like, yeah a like he drug. left and he was like this monster like it's a fuck he's a he's a right it's Lemire run because said that story Sad that story
2: well it
1: was Lemire yeah. and it was the um okay. No, no, Jen McKay might be dealing with it now, but Bemis did a big rabbi arc as well.
0: Yeah, so yeah, his dad's Jewish, which was like wow, that's only that's a recent thing. Yeah.
1: Hmm. But I mean, I mean like he could have been coded back in the day and like maybe it was no. mentioned, but it's heavy now.
2: No, it's like it's they they just were like Spectre sounds Jewish, let's make him a Jew. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly <laughs> <work>.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, How many do we have? Four? Okay, one more's fine. Yeah,
2: one more's cool. <laughs> but again, like what I was saying back to my my mentor Jeff Levins, mm-hmm. my, my rabbi. Uh, rabbi? He, you know while Spectre might not be a practicing Jew, you can be a Jew for God, you can be a Jew against God, but you can't be a Jew without God. And He's a Jew for Jew. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Right.
2: A Jew for Kancho. Um Batwoman, Katie Kane. Yes. Right?
0: Yes she is. Katie Kane. Yes. yes she is. She's my favorite.
2: Yeah. She's a great great character um i haven't read much outside the rucka jh williams
0: stuff you'll have to you're good
2: yeah but and <laughs> the there was not like, stuff is like okay yeah and there wasn't like a ton of that um like jewish tradition celebrations and things like that. i don't that. even
1: remember her having any issues that involved that at all
2: yeah but um she is again like a standout because she's a wonderful character that they do address it and mm-hmm. there is a lot of that in her kind of like her fatalism, you know what I mean, and and kind of like her outlook on life and like god, oh, there's no redemption for me kind of stuff. There's a lot of that to Batman, you know what I mean? Oh, um
1: Batman has got his own demons.
2: Peter on Wanda yeah. Maximoff.
1: How do you guys yes. feel about
2: that? You know
3: what I mean? I mean, I yeah,
1: mean like, so here 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 comes the the nonsense. Are you saying that because they are Magneto's children? Or are you saying that just because they have been written to be that way? Because they're not technically Magneto's kids, right? Yeah, did um, they, yeah, like, retcon they have, a lot of that shit? They did.
0: They did retcon it, but they are still Jewish in their origin. Okay,
2: and they're origin. very, very Eastern European, like...
1: Oh, Pietro. Yeah.
0: Wanda. Yeah, Pietro, Pietro and Wanda are Romani, Jewish Romani. And it's fucking wild that they yeah. are that mix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, what sounds more European? Does the yeah, Maximov yeah.
1: name come from their mother?
3: Yes.
0: yes. I
1: was going to say, cause isn't friggin' Magneto's name like Eric? Ledger. Like, yeah, Ledger. Ledger.
0: Yeah. yeah. Ledger is his last name. Yeah,
2: but they were raised by a cow also. Yep. Hellcow? A cow. Bova. Mm-hmm. Bova.
1: Bova. Oh, they weren't raised by Hellcow? Damn. Bova. No,
0: They were They were raised by Bova, who was created by the High
1: Evolutionary. Bova. Bova. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm and then well, we they get... tied the high evolutionary back into their backstory for the uncanny avengers book they did that's because i come to as an asshole and was
0: like they can't be mutants because we need them for all properties uh,
1: <laughs> yeah that was an editorial thing but the book was, was everyone... still good though
0: yeah but then they went back and like even now
1: they're like oh yeah still." We... i mean maybe not now allowed on krakow but she was no she is now she oh, is now after trauma, oh if, okay I know she I had like
0: a issue in the middle. Where she was like, yeah, because oh. no, yeah, they're like, "Oh, well,
1: mutant we'll pretender," and they're like, "Oh, well, it's fine." Well, like, yeah, we like Gwen pull on here, and she literally wrote herself to be a mutant, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: no. Not to uh, sound too much like a Gentile, but the Holy Trinity. I'll start here. Uh, okay, there you go. With yeah. the one that we haven't talked much about, and that is Magneto, um, oh, yeah. who I thought you were going to say Wiccan now uh magneto was revealed to be jewish by chris claremont who is a jewish writer who created yeah. the backstory of him as a holocaust survivor having his family pass away in the holocaust um probably one of the most complicated uh characters in comic books in terms of development. oh magneto 100 yes. percent.
1: if you Dude, read that so even if you good. read that comic one book it's like nuts yeah, he, he
0: he goes from being Max and sorry, it's not even lunch. It's not his last name. It's, it's his real name is Max and Yeah, it's that's his real name. Yeah, and then he goes survives the concentration camp, comes out, works with Xavier in like the pseudo version of Israel, like that's supposed to be like uh, in an area where they like they have like Holocaust survivors and people that are sort of like it's some weird thing in their timeline. And that's the way they, where he meets, um, with, um, Xavier meets Gabriel Haller, the Legion's mom, and the two of them, like, bust into a Hydra base, and he's like, You can leave with us, Eric, because he calls himself Eric Lencher, as oh. his code name at that point. Yep. And goes, Hey, we can go leave. And he's like, No, I'm going to take all this stolen Nazi gold that they took from my people, and I'm going to be a fucking dick, and peace out.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um and then later on it's uh he becomes from Eric Lenscher to Eric Magnus as another name, and then later on he's uh Eric Xavier after the trial of Magneto. And then he is now fucking and then back to Eric Lenscher. Yeah. Um and now Max Enhurst again.
2: Probably one of the greatest comic book characters of all time. No, no argument there. No argument. No ag- argument. Who's he's one of Identity is rooted in being an Eastern European Jew.
0: Like, yes, this is where we've talked. Me and you've talked about this at the store about like, oh, well, you know, should be cool. Like, no, he has to be like an old school survive Holocaust like Mm -hmm. character. That's like it's so ingrained in the character. That like you do not have Magneto without that.
2: I like if they adapt him into the film as like. I don't know like part of the rwandan genocide i don't object to that like i don't okay. object to that um i think it would be interesting to lean hard on the malcolm x and um and okay. mlk yeah. stuff i think that's really really interesting just as a thought experiment whether or not it was intended to be that or not or it was just later like oh that's kind of convenient you know um, yeah exactly i i think that stuff is really really interesting like you have the the kind of vigilant like you're either with me or against me or the like let's try and work it out kind of guys i think that stuff is really really interesting um but again i think they did a really good job with Fastbender in the movies
1: oh yeah. yeah i think he was phenomenal
2: yeah and um i mean they leaned really hard on it throughout all the films like um I know. Say what you will about X Men Apocalypse. I kind of like that
1: movie. Oh, uh, dude, what is it, X Men? Yeah, X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, dude, 100%. That's when yeah, they that bring that whole scene Auschwitz. when he's in the woods too. Oh and he's like God. his his wife and child get murdered in front of him.
0: Stop. Look, man, at, 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 at every point I go, why are you fucking with Magneto's family? This is literally how oh, yeah. old always goes down. Like, Stop fucking with family. Yeah. He will kill you guys. Yeah,
2: yeah. He will kill you and take your gold.
1: Well, Magneto's yeah. one of those characters that can't
2: Every penny of it. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. So, <laughs>
0: someone, someone made a comment. that like, yeah. why Why'd you give the, 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 the most predominantly Jewish character the, the power to grab change? Oh, yeah.
2: yeah it is wild. Because that's what oh, you would God. do, bro.
0: <laughs> every fucking cent counts
2: man. yeah like no doubt dude like you know i've heard all those stories and stuff like that from like my mother's parents and shit and like it sounds crazy but like every member of my family has gold in their teeth including myself yeah, every awesome. single member we fucking hide that shit you never
1: know man when you you're never gonna know, need some, pop dude, it out pay for something
2: i wear it on myself man you can't take that shit from me over my <laughs> dead body dude <laughs> you know what i mean like dude, i gotta fuck... will fucking fight you <laughs> yeah i got a gold fucking pinky ring on right now i'm not fucking married but I, I fucking have that shit the only time i ever take it off is maybe if i'm sleeping you know what i mean yeah and even then even then yeah um before talking about the big one let's talk about kitty pride we kind of did before mvp uh,
0: like she's she's so good uh, and and you know what's crazy about it is like she's not she's not what you would think of as like oh they're sarah serotip- like she's not a character like the problem is like when you look at the other ones like they i felt they were all added secondarily to their character by going yeah, yeah sure let's make them jewish exactly but with her she's out and out jewish from the get-go right from the
2: get-go she's got star david around her
0: and there is no like, oh, and then you look at our family, and she's like one of 12 kids, and our parents are all like, they're not they're just people.
2: Didn't she drop like the first n word? In... Yes, she did. Yo, that is crazy
0: to a black character who she because... was dating, right? No, they were just friends. It was because Kitty's bisexual, so it was another female character. Mm-hmm. What Kitty said the n word? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. In, the in
0: like the 80s. What, yeah. Because so they were talking because so she was at a thing and someone said the word muty, and she was like, "What if I called you this?"
2: Yeah, just how said do oh you feel?
1: Man, I mean, I get and the idea of what they were going for, but oh man, you know, that's where like
0: that was, that, and that that's kind of like the the thing when you're like, uh, you are like you know race coding, queer coding, yeah, religious coding kinda gets muddy. She didn't mean it. it. She
2: didn't say it hatefully. It was just hate. Oh, no, like, hey. like I said,
1: I understand where she was coming from,
0: but like where becomes like when you're like a black kid reading that book and you're like, Oh yeah, the X Men represent me because I'm the outsider and then you like one of your 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 pretty much uh insert character, which is Kimmy Proud proud the in this level, says the N word and you're like, Oh shit But
2: she said it in the context of like fuck you man. How's that feel? You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. No no I get like, it. But he's just like... saying it out loud like Oh yeah, I'm a code for this shit. You know what I mean? Yes.
0: No, and I get it. Like and that's like, like where that's what that's what happens when you muddy reality into like fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna happen when a character does is no longer supposed to be you, because like, she is Kitty is her own character. She is a Jewish girl from like long, like from New York. Um or from Chicago, sorry, from Chicago. Mm-hmm um and like you see that and you're like ah crap but like again that's fine it happens because like it literally is like supposed to be more than just like one level of one level of it but no is uh yeah she's fantastic mm-hmm. she's not she's such a great character she's like ah oh, dude she's uh, uh, so good yeah like, and i feel bad for her often yeah
2: i mean say what you will about brian michael bendis but i think bendis wrote a great Kitty pride in the all new x-men stuff during the marvel now era you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um yeah even
0: morrison did it in in all new in in, uh in the new new
2: x-men yeah absolutely
0: oh no sorry that was weeding i'm sorry
2: oh yeah that was in uh, yeah that was in astonishing astonishing yeah 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 but but i think the two the two
0: people
2: the two people who got her the best are bendison and and Claremont, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And she's saved by the only other Jewish character, Magneto, who's going to Utopia to for redemption. And by, to prove his redemption, he saves Kitty. Yeah. Ooh. Who's trapped in a bullet for, like, two years at that point.
2: Yeah. And then there was, um during the all-new X-Men stuff, like, mutant was a dirty word. And Havoc give, gave that kind of infamous, like, M-word speech. I just pulled Ooh, yes. up the quote. And she says to him, she pushes him and says, I'm Jewish and I'm a mutant. And I want people to know exactly who I am. And I tell people exactly because, hey, if we're going to have a problem with it, i just like to know. And I'm <laughs> like, yo, Kitty pride. <laughs> you're the you're the, you're the, you're the absolute fucking best. And then the MVP, obviously, is Benjamin Grimm. Yes. Uh, yes. So fucking lootly, man. Um, I kind of had a problem with him, like, having his bar mitzvah issue i thought that was kind of like silly but um
0: but that goes back to like three editors in the room going oh if we're going to do this, this is how we're going to do it like you know it's very much like the they do sitcoms a lot too yeah like, yeah, it's yeah. Very much like oh well we'll do bar mitzvah episode, but then we have to do with like they're like they, some wacky shit happens and they have to like do whatever to get the bar mitzvah on time or they like some dumb thing happens so i get it it's a it's a comedy thing it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a set piece type of thing um uh, and I don't. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but, uh, no, I agree. Yeah, but it, it, I, I do feel like that's that was very much one of those like, hey, go do this because if we're doing it, we're we'll going to do it this way. If you don't do it this way, you're, you're not getting the story at all.
2: Exactly. And I mean, not just having him coded as like the Kirby surrogate, but um, just everything about him. Like he's from the Lower East Side. He's from a tenement building, Yancey Street. is definitely a direct parallel to Houston Street in the 1920s. Everything about him, um, just down to his down to his core. You know what I mean? His yeah. rocky, rocky core. He's the absolute fucking best.
0: The, everyone's wonderful blue-eyed thing, man. Like it's fucking, it's great. Like he's like, and I, I love like he's like. Oh, he's um. There is something that happens in the. Uh, recent run uh slot run of of ff yep i think it's around the holidays and he's taking the kids out for the holidays and he's in there celebrating hanukkah and there's two alien kids he's like explaining what hanukkah is to these two alien fucking slaves he saved (laughs) like Mm -hmm. adopted Mm -hmm. and it's just a cool like moment and you're like yeah see
2: yeah
0: Yeah. it's just like yeah it's what we do
2: (laughs) he's the absolute fucking gem dude um yeah, I feel bad I didn't really talk about Hanukkah too much, guys. Uh, no, <laughs> wow. that's <good>. yeah, no.
3: <laughs> I
2: kind of wanted to just bring this off as a launching point to talk about, yes, I think the comic book industry might be one of the great forms of Jewish American literature in many, many ways. It's an industry kind of rooted in Judaism and the Jewish zeitgeist of whatever popular time. Um, is happening during the publishing industry and not only are the people behind the scenes and everything about the industry even being created completely rooted in where jewish americans were at the time particularly in the new york metropolitan tri-state area but so many of the characters their ethos their pathos and everything about them is rooted in like, kind of just the Jewish way. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and a lot of the teachings of the Jewish ways. You know? Um, whether or not the character is Jewish or not. Like, you can say what you will about Steve Rogers just being this blonde, blue-eyed, all-American. I think there's a lot of Jewishness to Steve Rogers. You know what I mean? And just what he's trying to teach. Same thing with Superman. Same thing with Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Just its roots to representation just... The discourse surrounding comic book culture uh takes on the past and present of where Jews are in America and I think it's really fascinating stuff. So thank you for letting me kind of go off on big tangents about it.
3: <laughs> yeah, hey,
0: that's what that's what you're here for. Um, Hell yeah.
2: Um I you,
0: you can't you can't have two Gentiles talk about fucking con- you can't uh, you can't
2: you, can. you can't. You can't. Hey. I don't mind. I see it a lot, so it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <It's> like... <laughs> we we try not to do that kind of stuff unless we yeah. have to, and you never have to do anything. Yeah,
2: exactly. James, is anything coming yeah. out this week? Uh, comic book? wise Yes.
0: Really? Uh, next week is like fucking nothing. Really? Uh, this I, week is actually some cool stuff. I thought so this I would... week
2: and last week would be nothing because of the no. holidays. <sighs>
0: yeah we all we thought so too yeah <laughs> we I, I
2: remember one year uh, christmas fell on a wednesday and it was fucking tough dude um right. because it was like the walking dead 100 uh the superior spider-man before superior spider-man when parker died and that was like and happy the happy yep. number four <laughs> yeah. and i remember those being like the only fucking books out and me just being was- like well, I got my $50 comic book budget, so I guess I'll buy a couple variants of fucking this random yeah, Walking Dead issue dude, where Glenn dies. It
0: happens. Yeah. It happens. It really is. It happens at the end of the year, especially because it's fifth week. That's why we all thought so, but then next week is like almost nothing. There's like three books from DC next week. True, mm-hmm. true, true, true. So this week we have a bunch. It, it's not a lot. It's just some cool starting off points. So we have Action Comics 1050. That's
2: what I'm most uh-huh. excited about.
0: Which is the finale of uh, the, the Return of Kal-El story. Plus, it is also uh, the launching on point for everything else going forward for Superman in the year. It's wild. It, there's a big recon that happens, and how it happens is ridiculous. A character's dead because of it. Um, other characters could be dead in, in the future from this major event. It's wild. It's crazy. It's bananas, it has uh, three stories, Pretty much, they all tie into each other, um, but the main story is the Phil Ken Johnson Superman story, uh, so, um, Phil Ken Johnson story, uh, wrapping up his stuff, and then um, Tom Taylor has a small story in it, and then someone else has another story in it, um, because it all builds up to like each of their individual, um, Williamson, um, mm-hmm. all have like, small stories in it to build up their runs. Like superman number one adventures of superman john uh adventures of superman john Kent, and action um it's really good
2: just setting up what's going to be par for the course soon
0: yeah, yeah Sick. absolutely it's fucking wild are you
2: yeah. excited where superman's going right now
0: yes 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 good. yes holy shit yes
1: mm-hmm.
0: like i am i have not been this happy since uh when lisa tomasi took over okay yeah,
1: man i uh, that's the best book so if this one is like continuing par for the course i am down
0: it's, it's gonna be good. Ah, uh, dude, they they fixed a fucking error from the Venice Run that should have been fixed like a long time ago, and it's fucking great.
1: Do you mean John aging
2: rapidly? No, because they didn't is it, fix that. Is it that little yeah. gremlin inside of uh, the Earth's Core, Razal Ghul or Roz, What's his name in that little guy? Rogazal. Rogazal.
3: Oh, is he that guy?
0: No, It's a care of him. No, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, man, spoil it so um they fixed the whole superman identity thing
1: oh yeah like they said the they world... yeah they said they took it back after superman the truth they didn't want it anymore so they uh, yeah so they how how were, they like, we revealed everybody's going enemy get me and i was like okay yeah no
0: there's a
3: uh, it was just so big about
0: leviathan now. nonsense yeah so how it works now if people find out that he's superman they die
3: <laughs> what
0: yep how lex fucking kill Manchester Black and use his powers to wipe the world of his uh his like identity except for like the people that were in Smallville that were in the the, the Kent House at the time. Oh, why? And then like because he's a dick. <laughs>
1: because a was, this, was Jimmy there though?
0: No, Jimmy doesn't no one knows. <gasps> no one knows but Lois the uh, so people that were in the Kent House that know are Jay uh John's boyfriend yeah. Uh, the Mopah Kent, Lois, and Bird Twain. It. No, <sighs> they no. He knows. So they they there's a a bunch of us were talking about this. I'm like, oh, if they're gonna do this, like, there's got to be some dumb thing. Um, uh, but they fixed it where like, um, it, it, it's literally a throwaway line. He goes, the Justice League, the Reservist, and um, Just League, the reservist and like the Titans. All uh were all state uh blocked because of marshall Manhunter. They all because of the same am sure Martian nope.
1: Yeah, uh huh. I mean that's that a good like, line to have, so then people can't yeah. like be like booked in this. But at the same time, it's like uh huh. Sure, they did.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's, a very, it's a very, it's a comic books explain comic books like line, um, which I'm okay with because it's like you have to do that. Oh yeah, um, no, because then well, it, it's
1: a lot harder for every other writer to write a story if they can't talk yeah. about Superman.
0: Yeah, like uh, if he tells. You, oh, and if he tells you, you have a heart attack and die.
1: I wonder who the first victim is going to be. Is it going to be White. his father? Is that Harry oh, he... no, White already, or do you think that's who it's going to be? No, it's, it happens in the issue. Oh man! Oh wow! Who's going
0: to take over, 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 Lois or Jimmy? He's not. He's not dead. He's just in the hospital. Oh okay. I hope um, he doesn't
3: die.
0: Because what happens is he comes over and he's talking, and he goes, like, "Jay, sorry, I'm late." Yeah, <laughs> and that's what it is. He walks in the house. He's like talking or whatever, and he goes, "Jay." He goes, you're the, the kid, blah, 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 that's on the TV that's staying uh, the youngest Superman. He goes, yeah, why would I be here? And then, like, Superman comes in. He goes, oh, Perry, hey. He goes, wait, where's Clark? He goes, it's me. You remember, I'm Clark Kent. And his face goes white. And he starts bleeding out of his, like, fucking face. Oh, my God. That's fun. And then John's and then John's like, oh, it's hard. And like, oh, my God. And then you find out Lexus was like, yeah, I did this. And he goes,
1: well, like I'm me. an actual piece of shit.
0: Yeah, he goes, <laughs> there, there's a whole line. He goes, because he goes, you should just work for me at this point and then like, i i saved you the headache of all the nonsense you would have to go through you with your identity being out there
1: um, i mean he's not wrong go, but at the same time it's not his choice to make
0: but then he goes you're lucky i saved your marriage but you're, you're but the son is uh debatable
2: <laughs> that's insane
0: because wow. he's gonna make john forget that he was his father was superman so he could watch the son die that's fucked and then Superman does, like, because Superman apparently has new powers, too. So, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah,
3: they
1: I heard about Superman's power-ups. They just can't stop giving him powers. Yeah. Well, no. Very silver-agey. So, yeah. super the ventriloquism. <laughs> so,
0: next up, I'll just do another DC one, is Tales from Earth. Yeah, uh, the Stanley stuff. Yes, this is Stan, it's celebrating Stan Lee's 100th birthday, which is coming up this week. I think it's tomorrow. uh it's tomorrow. Well,
1: today when the episode airs, there we go. Bah, bah, yeah. bah,
0: bah. Um, it goes back to the Earth Six universe, which is the Just Imagine universe. Stan Lee wrote a series of books for Walt- for DC Comics, which he reinvented the DC universe if he wrote them. Uh, this one shot has a bunch of writers and artists. Some of them are like wild
1: out. and cool, and others are like, okay, I get it,
3: Stan.
0: Yeah, some of them are really cool. Like, um, but yeah. So what they did was this one shot is. Um, pretty much the just league, the main characters from the just league, like one shot, like half, like sort of it's an anthology, but like one shot stories of them inside this universe. So it's cool, I like it, yeah. I, I i love that universe. I wish they did more with it, but yeah, that's cool. Now, this is it's really cool to see this. Mm. Um, then there is Timeless from Marvel, which they did this last year. Timeless is a one shot kind of setting up the future for the Marvel universe. Um, some of the stuff that you see in the like, they they they. Not like last year where they kind of did it in one big spread page. Uh, this one's kind of spread out through the book. When he, Kang's falling through time, he's it's Kang's new arch villain named the Meridian, sure. uh, which is also another name for
1: Merlin. We, um, we gotta make Kang a good guy so he can team up with the MCU, right?
0: I know, right? Um, and which Kang? Which Kang? Exactly. Exactly. And like, it's cool. It's like it's, this. This Twilight Court is Kang trying to find this missing moment in Marvel history and like what's the missing like, you know, moment they don't tell you ah man. it says coming 2023 the avengers
1: oh uh, it's whatever my... the new avengers book with donny case is going to be right
0: <laughs> i know right um and it's um with a new logo avengers logo okay. uh, it goes back to the it goes back to the 70s logo Ooh,
3: okay
1: very
3: cool oh um,
0: yeah and then you have that so yeah that's what it is and then background you see certain things but then you like some things you're like oh like there's a, uh, uh, it's not spoilers, so there's, there's a panel with, when he's, Kang's falling through time, you see mm-hmm. in the one in the background is, like, the Bishop with, like, a couple of like, with the younger X-Men. That's mm-hmm. the Bishop War College book coming out. Oh. They, stuff like that. Like, oh, like, you know, that like, oh, because it, it came out post-solicitation, so you, a lot of that stuff's not, like, surprising now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, not like the one last year where one of them might be coming true, which is the marriage of Emma Frost and Tony Stark.
1: Oh jeez,
0: why pass?
1: Kind of hot
3: though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
1: liked him with Patsy. That worked. No, didn't. It, it's fucking awful. Okay, Terrible. sure, I guess.
3: Terrible. They um
0: the uh, the Emma Frost Tony wedding thing was in last year's Timeless, hmm. and then they just announced that Emma Frost is going to be in the Iron Man book as a uh a supporting cast member.
1: Yeah, well, it's because he's you had to drop the Wasp, and then you had to drop Patsy. So who's that? No, no.
0: No, the main reason why is because it goes back to the Hellfire Dallas story where he's sitting with Emma and this new character, Phelong about how, like, Feilong's, like, this fucking racist a-hole that's mad because he got to Mars before humanity. <laughs> um, and he, like, spent years of, like, augmenting himself and training to go to Mars, and now he lives on Phobos, which is the moon of Mars. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's also, like, this, he's, like, a, he's a a corrupted version of iron man okay so he buys all of talks uh stocks um like um oh my god i can't remember stocks. the word oh yeah sorry yeah stocks and um he owns stock tech so he starts building iron man sentinels oh okay mm-hmm. that's kind of cool and well now iron cooking. Man, yeah so he has to now fucking like save himself and mm-hmm. like reread and like all his people from like Phalong taking over their armor and all this other shit. So he's teaming up with Emma.
3: Cool.
0: And I, now Iron Man an x men book. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: Very cool. Krakoa-era Iron Man.
0: Yep. Uh, and then my pick of the week is in Mighty Morphin Power Team and T-Team-Up. Which showcases the new Ranger X. Um, yeah, number it's two. A to, it's a sequel to uh, the last one. But it's a very clean stopping on point. If you're like, if you a little confused why they're teaming up, it's very simple. Reader and Zed are back, whatever. Yeah. It's a very clean setup. They it's exist in hard. the
1: same universe in this one.
0: Yeah, it's damn. And if you actually fit this into ca- canon with the Power Rangers book, but you can't do it with the TMNT book.
1: Yeah, because okay. the TMNT book, they travel around
0: and they never meet the Power Rangers. Well, even without that, it's um, because April is an actual, re- an actual reporter in this one.
1: Oh,
3: yeah. Um, oh,
0: yeah. That's the, literally the whole, everything was like, I was rereading the old one, and the moment you know it's not the same as when she's an actual reporter. Everything else you could have fit in. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, this takes place at the city, uh, city at war. Mm-hmm. And they're like, alright, cool, that makes sense. And they're like, oh no, never mind, because she's the fucking reporter. Yeah, whoops. But you can fit in the canon with uh, Power Rangers, especially Gogo. The GoGo series because it's written by Brian Parrott and art by Dan Moore who did the the GoGo series. Yeah, the only
1: Power Rangers crossover you can't fit proper is because there's a sequel. It's the Justice League Yes,
0: and you can fit that into canon at least into the again into the Power Rangers book, but you can't fit it into the DC. Yeah, covers. it
1: takes place before um, the original Trinity leaves.
0: Yeah, so it takes place before Shadow Grid.
1: Yeah. But until we get a proper sequel, we don't know what's going on because Alpha 5, blah, blah, blah. James, Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's taking over my brainiac. No. So they kind of left that open, which I really hope they go back to. I pray. They can. There's no reason not to. They make enough. That franchise makes enough money. Yeah. I don't
1: know what DC's doing. It might be like the legalese.
0: Yeah. They're probably like, look, we can't afford to do like share money with people right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean,
0: like we can't split profits. Everything has to be our profits.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that is it, guys. Um, other there's one other book that came out this week. Oh my god, what the hell? Uh, oh, I have my fucking phone. Wait, one second. Let's have pull it up real quick. Do, do, do. Oh, book of slaughter, um, from Boom Studios. The we, Sergeant
2: a, Slaughter WWE
3: book.
0: No, okay. I wish. Right? Well, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, the we, House we, of Slaughter? I mean, no. yeah. So the book of slaughter is a one shot that explains okay. the fucking entirety of the lore of. The House of Slaughter, uh, House of Slaughter, and oh, something Killing? Oh, sweet dude! Yeah, explains what all the masks mean. Explains the entirety of like the House of St. George and everything, and, and the order. And it's fucking cool one shot. Oh, that's tough. Um, as a as a fucking lore freak, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and speaking of House Slaughter, we got, we got the figure in today. Oh, you oh, got a House Slaughter? I will be picking that the, up. We got the figure in today. I was like, you said, I'm like, oh, how did you know? <laughs> So anything else you guys want to talk about real quick before we wrap this up? Nope, Mm -hmm. I'm all out, man. tapped out.
2: I am tapped out. I went off, so I'm good.
0: There you guys (laughs) go. Guys, John, thank you. Can you tell everyone they can listen to you about movies and and MCU and your sweet Jewish heritage? No, everything,
2: everything. You know what's funny? My co-host, Travis, who I uh, host a show with, has never met a Jewish person in real life, I don't think. Um, He's from down south, and they don't even really have Catholicism in this town and uh you know how south is he he's like arkansas south oh that's like middle south yeah like i love fucking travis and like i love that he exists in this town because he's like the coolest most open-minded like (laughs) amazing salt to the earth sweetest human being ever who just like hates assholes you know what i mean <laughs> oh, it was just guy kind of incredible that that he exists he's a real fucking diamond in the rough man i'm so happy i found him um yeah every week we have the mcu beyond infinity podcast a show where fellow like minded Marvelites assemble to discuss review theorize and wax intellectual uh normally about the marvel cinematic universe but there really isn't a lot of that going on lately it's you actually guys actually backtrack we got not no, no no no. We're we're looking towards the future. That's why Marvel Cinematic Universe and Beyond. We're talking beyond. Mm-hmm. Um so we're gonna do our top uh films of the year, uh thinking about calling it the Beyonders, like the Oscars. Um still <laughs> oh, no. still The, still the Beyondies. The Beyondies, yeah. The Beyondies. Beyondies <laughs> <laughs> Beyondies sponsored by Beyonds Exactly um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, we're gonna be taking care of that. We're um, yeah, we
3: got our amazing
1: awards coming
2: up. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah we're gonna uh, kind of hate uh, recommend things to each other every week. Where like Travis is gonna be like, next week I want to pick a movie, and he's gonna pick something like so outland. You still gotta formidable. make him do the fast movies, dude. I do have to make him do the fast. That would be great for the break, but I don't want to torture him that bad. I felt They're bad. about That's what I said, but I don't know. He loved avatar. He loved it. Like, and oh, he good. would never have seen that unless I asked him again. We just did our avatar episode. Highly recommend. If you're going to start the podcast, that's a wonderful place to start because <laughs> we, we talk about like everything in there. So, and again, thank you guys for having me on here. This is kind of a special episode for me. It kind of like helped me, uh, come to terms with uh a lot of stuff a lot of confusion again not as like a practicing religious uh guy um but definitely like culturally
1: a um, lot of that insight came from your mentor
2: yeah a lot of it <laughs> came from my mentor my mother like you know everybody so um it helped me kind of like think back on again something i really care about and something that is really close to me so i meant a lot thank you yeah, no like,
0: problem. Anytime, dude. I'm I'm glad we can do that for you. We yeah. love
1: having you on the show, even when it's not MCU based.
2: I adore yes. it. I adore it. I like it better when it's not MCU based because it's just pretty <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're just exactly. going to be stupid for two hours. Exactly.
0: So, guys, thanks for listening. You know, on our website, com. check out this week's reviews and new releases. And also putting up a bunch of cool new books so you can buy her off that website. Follow us on Instagram, Androids Amazing, Andrew's Comics, the podcast, Instagram, Androids Amazing podcast, and Twitter, Android'Amazing for update news, guys. Next year, uh, next week, starts our awards ceremonies, uh, which is two weeks long. Uh, we do Independence and our big twos back to back, so look out for that. Uh, if you guys have recommendations, hit us up on all social medias listed. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Is always support your local comic shop. Have a nice day, guys, and have a happy New Year. We'll see you guys in the New Year. Peace. Bye.